from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Mario is dead, but Pac-Man lives. We're going to talk about our impressions of Pac-Man 99, and talk about why Monster Hunter Rise is still the best game of the year. This week I realized that peer pressure is the worst in your late 30s. Pac-Man 256 was 157 better. Fighting words right off the top there. What's up, Nintendo Maniacs? We're here again this week for episode 265. Nintendo Main is your place where you can hear us talk about impressions of newly released games and continued coverage of one huge game that's been taking up a lot of our time, or my time in general. But let's just right off the bat here talk about Pac-Man 99. This is kind of like right off, hot off the press thing. It happened like last night. You guys... Surprise uh, drop. Surprise drop, thankfully, because I was like, I was like, what are we going to talk about? I was like, what are we going to talk about this week? Because I felt like we I didn't. thought it was fake. Yeah. At first. Well, because, yeah, it's it's April 7th, so we're only like a few days away from April Fool's, and I was like, oh. did you guys see any April Fool's stuff that kind of like took you for a loop online? I really didn't. I didn't look out for it at all, and uh, usually I'll go back and like look for a compilation of the greatest hits or whatever. I didn't do that this year for whatever reason. Yeah. So, I, yeah, nothing. I, I saw... Uh, a joke that said like uh, what was it like the castle in the sky collection or something like that or sky oh, castle yeah, yeah. collection yeah. it was yeah it was the, the it was a uh, three dragon quest games like four five and six this is i had this in the news section but uh final fantasy six like just turned 27 like last yeah. week and final fantasy seven was or final fantasy six was trending on twitter and i was like oh that can't be anything and then i'm like oh yeah it's the anniversary it wasn't anything to do with, of course, re-releasing it because they never will. But uh, wait, they yeah. just turned twenty-seven. Yeah, it was last week. It was before we That's did. That's really this, close did the to thing. the day that Kurt Cobain took his own life. Yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy VI turned twenty-seven. It came out on the second of April in Japan in nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. So That's there you right. go. So it's uh yeah, and it wasn't. I don't think it came out to like June or July or something. Like it was farther down for America, but it doesn't matter. Like the actual. Japanese release was 27 years ago. I feel like that game is when I felt like I grew up as a gamer. I, like I was appreciating more sophisticated things when I played that game. You thought you were so advanced because you could figure out those espers. Well, the, not <laughs> just those, that, but the, the storyline was was pretty mature for yeah. the time, at least for me. Because even Chrono Trigger, like I played that, I played Chrono Trigger after, but even that, like, was more family friendly, if you want to yeah. say. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI was like the breaking was the whole like. I like RPGs now. Like that was what uh, broke me into it because I was like, this game is amazing. I'm like, I was like, I should play more games like this. This is awesome. And then I was chasing that dragon for years and I found it later in the Dragon Quest series. So there you go. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was the one that, that like, you know, opened my eyes to all this. And 
I would show it to like everybody, to like all my friends, and be like, "You gotta, you gotta play this game." So I, w- I wonder. You think like, it would change me? Probably not. I mean, you have Final Fantasy VI on your Super Nintendo mm-hmm. Classic, so you could play That's it. That's true. But I mean, I, I would. Most of my friends at the time in high school, they would. I'm sure, like I think everyone that I hung out with, they had all played like that first part of Final Fantasy VI because I showed it to everybody. And it's it's pretty easy, like off like off front there, you know, before you. Before you get to like Ultros and all that stuff, that was the part we were having a hard time with. Actually, when Jess and I were playing it, was the was the fucking squid because he can kill uh, he can kill Bannon in one hit, and once when one and once Bannon dies, it's it's over. So it's really easy to get a game over at that part. But uh, yeah, it was just it was one of the things that I tried to show to everybody, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool! Look at it! Look at it! It's like a movie! It's a movie in a game, you know? Because the story was like so was so great and written well, and I thought all the characters were great and you know of course how they how the sprites were bigger and you could see like the expressions on their faces and all that stuff like you know you could see them like laughing or like smiling or grinning or winking or whatever and that was really cool oh yeah Seelys would wink a lot Tara winked. well so did um was is Seelys the the wow. king uh Seelys was the uh, oh no that's that's white the, mage. yeah well who's the king is that edgar Right? Yeah, that was yeah, he he winks and he winks and grins a lot. Also, Celia's and Tara, incidentally, are my brother-in-law's dogs' names. Oh that's wow! How I know them. Are yeah. they from Final Fantasy VI? Yep. Seriously? I would hope so. If not, that's yep. really that's really awesome. Correct. Well, you should play it with him. I mean, you're seeing it more often, right? You could, you guys could play uh, more history of me in Final Fantasy VI. Just as we brought it up here, we might as well talk about it. Um, my, you know, my sister, my sister's husband, uh, Tiny's husband, Bill. He was, we actually played Final Fantasy at the same time, like, because he was big into Super Nintendo when he was dating my sister. And my sister, my mom and my sister would go to bed and we would stay up and play Super Nintendo games. So it was actually pretty fun. We played like, uh, we played like the Super Star Wars games and we played like Robocop versus Terminator. We played a lot of that game because he had that game. And uh, we played a lot of bad stuff just because it was Super Nintendo time. We played like the Clay Fighter games. I remember doing that one time, staying up playing Clay Fighter. And but yeah, it was just, that's what we would do. We would just stay up and play video games. And we still we still do that to a point, just not as not as late. But whenever I go to my sister's house, she's always like, "What do you got? Let's let's play something." So it's more like I play something and they just watch me play it now. But that's kind of basically what it's been for years, where they just want me to show them whatever I'm playing and stuff. But but Final Fantasy VI, I remember because he was big into uh, Breath of Fire. Like he played Breath of Fire one and two, and he loved those games on Super Nintendo. And he was, uh, I think he was the one that kind of started talking about it. He's like, I'm going to get one of these RPG games because I used to play D&D when I was a kid and I love this shit. And I was like, okay. I didn't really know anything about RPG. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, go for it. And I'm like, I heard this, I'm like, I heard this Final Fantasy game here is really good. Like, uh, like Nintendo Power was talking about it. And he like looked at it and he saw the Mog on there and he's like, no, man, that's way too cute. I want one that has like a knight on the front with a sword. So he said he, de- he was like, no way, I'm not getting it from the beginning, but I ended up buying it and then playing it and showing it to him. And then he got it later. And I'm sure I said it on the show, but he actually helped me beat Kefka at the very end of the game because you can play, you can play with two players and he would just do a uh, Sabin's moves, the, the blitz moves for, for the final, for the final boss. And yeah, he did, he did all the crazy, like a uh, Zangief style, uh spinning pile driver type moves that are on. There. I know there's like one that's a full circle. That's, I think it's the, cause there's like the fire, there's the fire circle one, and then there's another one. But yeah, anyway, he helped me. He helped me beat it, and uh, it ended up becoming like a big thing because we were both playing at the same time, so we could talk back and forth about where we were at and all that stuff. And and my dad bought it for me. I mentioned my dad got it for me for my birthday with Blackthorn, 
So it's just like kind of an, an odd combination, but those, yeah, both of those games and Blackthorn showed up on switch before final fantasy six, but, and he also bought me, uh, the Nintendo power strategy guide with it. So I actually have the Nintendo power strategy guide of final fantasy six, which is pretty rad. So when Jess and I were playing it, we actually used the maps and, and all that stuff on there. Did you have something else to say about final fantasy, Jeremy? Not really. I just, it's one of my favorite games and it's, uh, I think it's timeless. Yeah. It's it's great, and uh, people, I think that always, I mean, you've heard it before, I think Final Fantasy VII gets much more credit than it deserves, because six is the better game out of all of them. And it definitely ages a lot better. The characters still look good. The art still looks good. So. Oh, yeah. It's a great game. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of, it's one of my favorites. I... I thought it'd be interesting. It'd be it'd be hard to do it as a Patreon because John doesn't play RPGs. But I thought it'd be fun to do, to some point, try to do like a new top five RPGs for us, for Jeremy and I, just because I don't really know what my top five RPGs are. Like I know there's like ones that I, you know, Final Fantasy VI would be on there somewhere. But to try to rethink it and like put in all the new stuff that I've been playing and and all that shit, it's it's hard. I was trying to think about it the other day, and I don't even know. I would have to something, think about it for a while. Tells me for me it'd be a little easier because I haven't played as many as you, especially newer ones. Yeah, like, I'm still kind of stuck in the past with my RPGs, and I might play one new one all the way through a year. Yeah, I mean it's like I like you know I like Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy and all that stuff, but I think I would still put like Skies of Arcadia in my top five because I love that game. That game's awesome. I you mean, know, we could do a top. We could do a top five RPGs, and I could do my top five RPG likes. Sure. With the caveat, only one game from Zelda. Yeah, no, you could. We could do something like that. I just thought it'd be fun. I mean, it'd be fun to try to try to rethink your list. You know, I I know you got your list that you, you know, that's Chrono Trigger and all that stuff. But exactly, that there, would be there might be some yeah, there might be some extra. I figured it'd be like yeah, RPG, Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, and all that stuff. We could try to do like a modern one also. You know, I just, mean, I really stri- like you know, I like Bite and Kaidos would probably be up there to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I never beat that game, but I really enjoyed it when I played it. So there you go. My, my introduction to, to Monolith. So, And a potential spoiler for our top five, but you'll forget this later. <laughs> you will never, you will not remember any of this. We wave, wave our hands <laughs> in front of you and you will forget, you'll forget whatever. Just insert the subliminal messaging here. They'll wipe their minds. That's fine. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Pac-Man, Pac-Man 99. Pac-Man 99. Yeah. I completely got sidetracked on Final Fantasy VI, but we should still talk about it just because it was the the birthday time for that. So whatever, but yeah, Pac Man ninety nine came out came out of nowhere. You guys you guys sent it to me on the Slack, and I was like, yeah. First thing I thought yeah, was John did, or John did. Yeah, I don't yep. what either of you person who wasn't me put it on there. But uh, um, first thing I thought was that it was a possible April Fools, and there was one April Fools that got me because I didn't read it until like the fifth or something, and then I noticed it was posted five days ago or four days ago. And that was somebody saying that uh, Henry Cavill had like signed for three more Superman movies or something like that. And I thought, <laughs> they thought that was real because of the just the whole like Justice League popularity and all that stuff. So and that, The Witcher that did have me for a second where I was like, oh really? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was one that you know I'm like, wait a second, and then I looked at the date. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that that didn't. He signed, but however, his, his upper lip did not. So they're gonna CG it in. Oh in god, no, 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 not again, <laughs> please. <laughs> that's actually where the contract's written the horror, so. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> his upper lip is actually owned by uh, the witcher guys he has to <laughs> he has to keep that to there so it can't be in other movies yeah <laughs> but uh yeah pac-man 99 is the new thing that's replacing uh super mario 35 
And we and, didn't know about this until two days ago, and now it's a thing that we've played. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it was like a day ago, right? Like, and it was like yeah, oh, yesterday, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, and available tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Less than 24 hours ago. But it wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't. I was like, oh cool, I'm going to try to play it at 11. So I checked at like 11 and 12 and three, and then I checked again like before I went to bed, and it still wasn't there. But then eventually, like today, they posted on Twitter. They're like, okay, officially, it's going to come out at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So. It's only been out as of the recording of this. It's only been out for a few hours, but I played it. I played it for about forty-five minutes or so. I just played it fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, played for about ten minutes, and I like it. I like it a lot. I think it has the potential to be my favorite of these ninety-nine games. Yeah, I mean, it's uh it's interesting because uh, it was. It seems a lot quicker than the other ones because uh, I feel like a lot of people are, are dropping out. And uh, I, I mean, I haven't told you guys, but I got to, I got to second place. Oh, I saw it. Oh, yeah. And it was I like, I thought I was going to win. Like, I was so, I thought I was going to win, and then I didn't. And I, yeah, I put you know, my highest place was 35. 35. There you go. 35. Honestly, the 30s are pretty good for when you start out because I was doing really bad at first. But yeah, I eventually got to, let's see, I have it written down here somewhere. I eventually got to 12, 12 with my highest. Yeah, I was, I was in the teens. That's what I was going to say was my highest, you know, and I played it. I must, I, I don't know. I must have played like, seven or eight games or something like that. I also posted my first game where I was 97th just because uh, <laughs> I just died in 10 seconds and I thought it was hilarious. I'm just like, but of context. I'm just like, deet, deet. oh, dead. <laughs> there you go. And I'm like, I, I saw both your videos you posted because I yeah. was curious about Pac-Man content. Like I actually played longer than I probably would have because I saw that you got second place. I'm like, well, shit, I got to try to get do better than 12. I didn't though. So I just winning so far. I just got in the zone because I don't know if you guys figured it out, but if you want if you want the like big pills to reappear, all you have to do is hit the hit the fruit, and the fruit will yeah, like, yeah. reset and everything. You try, to, you try to include it in your uh, chains. Yeah, so that's what I had been doing. I, I would like hit the fruit. I would hit the fruit whenever it reappears, and I would keep adding the ghost to like one thing and make a really really long ghost train, and then like go through the ghost train and try to aim, you know aim it for aim it for knockout and make it like speed and all this stuff. I don't know. I guess we should talk about the basics of this game before we get into yeah, the rules of we it. Did about I'm still it, kind of figuring it out, but I did figure out all the like you can set states of how Pac-Man is. Really? What do you mean? Yes. So over on the left side of the screen, you'll see it's A, B, X, Y. You can make it move faster. Yeah. You can yeah. Make it stronger. You can do uh-huh. like a couple of different things. And I don't completely understand what all those things mean. As I don't, I don't now, either, yeah. Except for speed. Yeah. But yeah, because I think one of them is called train. It's like called train, which I was like, does that mean the ghost train? Or is that like you're in training mode and it's easier? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. And then there's one. Yeah, there's strength, which who knows? And then speed. And then. So they're like like buffs that you can apply on yeah. the fly, basically. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. The, the, yeah. Only, the only one I've been using is speed because, yeah, I don't understand what the other ones do. Like, I tried doing, like, uh, strength, really and I'm cool. like, really cool. and I'm like, am I eating them quicker? Like, what would, See, you, I was like, what would maybe, the strength do? Yeah. I had a theory that strength made you, it could be, you could eat slow them down less know. when yeah. you go through, like, the packs of the, the white ghosts. Oh, okay, so, yeah. That's a theory. That doesn't mean it's true. But that, make, but, but that would make sense so. if that was it. And then train maybe lets you... That I don't know. Maybe makes I, it must the have something ghost to do train the ghost larger. Too. I don't know. It lets you suplex the ghost train like in Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> like the train, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, so if I was going to say one thing I, I don't like about it, and I, I'm sure I'll get used to it eventually, 
it's that I want to play it with a joystick because that's how yes. Pac-Man feels the best. But you can. I mean, you can you can use your you can use your Joy-Con. Actually, first time I first thing I did was uh, change the controls off of the control pad because I don't like playing the control pad for top-down 3D stuff. Or so. What did you you changed it to where it was just the right joystick and then use you change your targeting and all that and stuff. Uh, I there there's a couple different options you can do in in the options because I just kind of oh so you used to use what was in within the software okay. yeah I just kind of went through I I I put every like I looked at like everything that you get for the deluxe edition and all this stuff I tried to like map it all out so we can have so we'll be pretty knowledgeable on this but I I, I went you know I went through and looked at the options and the different things that I could do and before I'd even played the game I saw that it was going to be on digital pad and I'm like oh I don't want to do that because I I don't know for mm-hmm. some reason like top down stuff. I hate playing it with the digital pad. I only like I'm not doing. A fan. I only like doing the D pad for for two D for two D stuff for like two D side scrolling. I or like fighting games. Like that's my hundred percent D pad. But for top down stuff, I'd rather use a stick. So I changed it. Depending and, on and the I game. use the and I use the stick. So it made it Pac Man feels yeah. like pa- Pac Man and joysticks were made for each other. Yeah, they were like, right. they're just so synod- like. You go into any arcade, you play a Ms. Pac-Man machine set to like super high speed, and you can just really, I don't know, that's like a zone that's just like one of my favorite gaming right. experiences. So I want to do that on this, especially since it starts, like it gets really quick eventually, and I want to be like, boom, boom, boom. I, like, I wish I had a, like a literal joystick in my hand, to be honest. Yeah, right. it, was actually, it was a game that only had one control, and that was a joystick, no buttons. So Yeah, there's no yeah. buttons, so if, if you switch, you know, if you switch it to the analog stick, you can control like how you know how your Pac-Man moves or whatever. You do that with the with the A B X Y. So like if you want to do like speed, you press A or like you know that that's how I've been doing it. Well, that's the way that it already is, but I guess it probably changes the uh, the targeting. That's the part that I was worried about changing because that's always been set to the right stick. Oh, it's still on the right stick. If you if so, you I don't I don't want to change it. I don't want to change that default. I guess. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird because I I want to move Pac-Man with the right stick. But I'm also like stubborn about not wanting to change the. But you don't want to move the 99 series of games. You don't want to use the left stick. I could use the left stick. I mean that that's what that's the one that you, is the option for I, you to use. So it's kind of weird that so the left stick just doesn't work. Yeah. Why why can't it also work? It does. It does. It well, I mean, same, but not like at the same time. I see what Jeremy's saying. Like D-pad or joystick. Why do you have to have the setting to one or the other? Why can't they just both control it? I, I don't know. Yeah, when it when I when I switched it to the joystick, the D pad just doesn't do anything now. It doesn't like do another thing. It's just doesn't do anything. So I don't know. It must be something with the programming or whatever where they want it to be or only they one. Think people could cheat if they were able to put yeah. the inputs to two different things. It would help you turn quicker or something. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. Uh, on that note, too, playing this game with the D pad on the Pro controller is awful. In I bet fact, I was thinking really, that. Like from the get go, I was just making wrong turns, messing up left and right, getting eaten by ghosts. And uh, my immediate thought was, you know, that that pro controller, the 8-Bit Doe 2 came out recently. I'm like, mm, that would be nice. You could change the 8-Bit Doe pro controller does work. The, the D-pad is better. It's, so it's One thing is like getting yeah. your brain accustomed to only hitting the D-pad when you get to the, when Pac-Man hits a wall. Because you don't have to hold it down. Right. So That's what I started doing. If you can get to the, uh, that brain... That brain set, I don't know, that mindset, whatever, <laughs> where you're doing mm. that. It's a little more playable, but I mean, this game would be like a, a, an almost like, yeah, meditative experience or whatever, like a Zen experience if I was able to hold a joystick and just be like, 
Pac-Man. Yeah, I think uh I think I, I don't know. I think the only reason I got second place is because nobody figured out that you can put it on the Joy-Con yet and I was playing people with the with the digital pad because it seems so wrong. Like Pac- Pac-Man on digital pad seems so so wrong. But I but I, you know, I have my uh I have my Tatsumo- Tatsunoku versus Capcom joystick right over here like under under my uh cart thing that I use. So I could play, you know, I thought I actually thought about using that for Pac-Man just Look to just to give it the arcade experience cuz I do have I do have the fighting the fighting game joystick over there that's just kind of hanging out in case I ever want to use it. I'm interested know? in hearing what that would be like with the yeah. nice. But it, but I mean the the joy the joystick on the 8-bit do like is great. Like that there's no way I could have gotten that far without it. Like it's I feel like that was I feel like that's actually something that will get you a lot farther in the game because it doesn't seem it doesn't make sense with the with the digital pad to me. I don't know. But anything like that just doesn't make sense for me. Like, I know we talked about this before with uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening because Jeremy preferred to play it with the D-pad. But I just I prefer it with joystick. It just seems so weird to me. For, like, any top-down thing where you can go wherever, I just, yeah. I'd just i rather just not do that. I'd rather do it with the, mm-hmm. with the analog stick because it makes more sense to me, I guess. And I felt like I could turn a lot quicker with this. But the basis of Ma- Pac-Man 99 is uh, it's you versus 98 other people. And whenever they kill a ghost, uh, a ghost Pac-Man shows up on your screen. And if you go through this ghost Pac-Man, it slows you down. And uh, also, if whenever you get the bigger pill that turns everything blue, you know, that will actually get rid of all of the ghost Pac-Man also. And when you get towards, when you get to like the top like fifteen or so, these red ghost Pac-Man start showing up. Where yeah, uh, that's what that was. Yeah, where where those automatically kill you. So if you hit them at all. They kill you, and if you get to, the, I saw those yeah. like in the twenty. I think it's like in the bottom thirty, maybe the bottom twenty-five. Yeah, I started seeing them above twenty. I guess is when mm-hmm. I noticed. But and when you get to the top ten, they start moving also, and they start chasing you. And there's no way to kill them. You cannot no. kill them. That's all as you can far do as is I know. Make them stop moving with the pill. Yeah, you can make them stop, but you can't make them go away. Right, and you so can't, that's even, really annoying. even with the pill, you can't run into them. They'll kill you. So yeah, even when yeah. they're stationary, stalled by the pill. They're an impenetrable force. Yeah, so that that's when it gets that's when it starts to get trickier. Once those ex, once they start, the people that are at, at, at that are still playing are throwing like these red pack people at you. Where if you touch them, you die. So that's where it gets a lot more complicated. But a- another thing about it, aside from the controls, is it's really flashy. Like, uh, yeah, you know, like seizure inducing flashy. Like it actually like just had a problem watching it on the TV. So I I played it in the other room. Because because it's really really flashy and she said she was getting a headache. I mean, from it's it, like so. Championship Edition. Yeah, it's got the same sort of aesthetic, really. What it also every time you kill one of those ghosts, the blue ghost, it flashes a, a white thing at you. So if okay. you're so if you're going through a train of them, it flashes all these like little white ghosts at you. So there is a lot of stuff like popping off the screen, and and it is really you know it is really flashy and it's almost sh- like strobing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame that they don't have an option for that for people who actually do have a. You know where that could cause seizures or whatever for them. You know it seems like they're kind of getting cut out of this without that in there. I know there are there are different um, themes, but you have to buy them. You can't unlock them, which is annoying because that was a huge reason that I kept playing Tetris ninety nine for so long was because of the themes. Well, we paid at some point. What content did we unlock when we paid for? Uh, when you when you pay, you get local multiplayer. You get a you get a verse computer mode, and you get it, and you get a. Uh, time attack mode, which is kind of the same thing that you get for this, which I actually I, I wrote it all down just just so we would know. 
And uh, where is it? Okay, so yeah, for twenty nine ninety nine is like the full deluxe edition of pac of Pac Man ninety nine, which I was because I went on the eShop and I'm like, well, how much is it? Because if it was like ten bucks, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But uh, thirty dollars seems a little high for, especially since I hadn't even played the game yet. I'm like thirty dollars for a game that I might not even like. I don't know. So I didn't I didn't buy any of the extra right, stuff. Right, you don't know the full yeah d- internet ex- experience yet either. Yeah. So twenty ninety nine twenty nine ninety nine is the full is the full uh, deluxe edition, and that comes with a computer battle mode, uh, password match, which uh, Tetris ninety nine had as well, but I don't think it was behind a paywall. But you know, you can do you can make like a lobby with the passport and, all, and a password, and only your friends can come in and all that stuff. Uh, there's a score attack mode. There's a blind time attack mode. I'm not sure what that is. There's eight Pac-Man arrangements is what is it called. It's actually seven different boards that are all Pac-Man boards that look differently is what those are. Because I actually looked, it looked into the, because if you look in the, in the different um, themes, it'll show you all of them. So there's, so there's seven extra Pac-Man ones that you can get. And there's also 20 other like um, Namco games themes that you can get also with this deluxe thing. And there's also a shorter, there's a shorter version. You can get all, you can, for $14.99, you can get everything except less themes, I guess. It doesn't say 20 custom themes. But if you want to buy, like, say, if you really like, like, Galaga or something like that, or, or no, not Galaga, because that's Midway, um, Gradius or something like that, you would you could do, uh, you could basically buy that one for $1.99. So they're selling all of the 20, all of the 20 themes for $2. So buying them all separately would be more expensive than buying them all together, I guess. So And there's, like, a Tower of Duragas on there, however you pronounce that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, stuff like that. It's I'm like kind of wondering how many people are really that big of Namco Classics fans at this point that they would buy all those themes and stuff. You know, it's not. It's not. It doesn't even come close to Passion for Nintendo and all the different themes that they had, where people actually would buy that kind of stuff. I, don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I I think that's. I mean, I think every people there's there are fans of everything, John. Like it's not just because just because we're not friends of Namco doesn't mean. Or and it fans also of Namco Namco doesn't mean probably bigger in other parts of the world. I yeah. Mean, Namco is pretty ubiquitous with arcade gaming here, but I mean, Pac-Man has a lot to do with that. I'm I'm surprised since it's Namco, shouldn't like shouldn't like Tekken and stuff be on there? Isn't that isn't that Namco also? Maybe it'll yes. come eventually. Yep. Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that they're going to add more stuff, especially if they're charging piecemeal for it. Yeah, or, or maybe there, or maybe there is, and I just because the only ones I recognize was like Dig Dug and Gradius and Tower Dragon and stuff like that. I would be interested in the Dig Dug theme. Yeah, because it, it's like. A very similar like board shape for how the game works, so it could it could translate well. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe some of those themes are a little bit less flashy, so to make it a little bit easier to play mm-hmm. for that type of thing. But it, but it also sucks that you have to pay for them. And and I I was hoping that maybe there was some way you could like just unlock them on your own and maybe pay to get them quickly or something like that because I'd be into that. But as far as I know, there's no like daily challenges or anything like that, like Tetris ninety nine had yet. Which Mario did have those also. Mario thirty five did. So that's kind of annoying because that's the big, you know, that was the big pull for me in Tetris ninety nine for a long time was doing all the daily challenges and unlocking all the extra themes, which you got regardless of whether you had the whether you had the paid DLC or not. But if you had the paid DLC, you could get more points towards it because there were more modes that you could play and try to do challenges off of that. So that was part of why I got it. But yeah, aside from that, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't like when I first started playing it. I was I was kind of like I don't know. I'm not very good at this. I'm getting killed. Like I don't know how long I'm going to play this for. And then I end up getting second. And I'm like, all right, well maybe I will play it again. <laughs> I don't know. Pac-Man's a weird game because mm-hmm. it's so simple. So it gets like so I feel like it can get pretty old pretty quickly. You know. 
But also, uh, you know, there's games like Pac-Man Championship Edition, which I did actually pay, play a lot of one and two of those. And I thought they were really good because they re, you know, represented things in such a new way. So, I think Pac-Man has a lot of potential to to get into that Tetris mindset. Like if you you don't get in there, you don't get there quite as quick. I think, but I think um, this game demonstrates to me that they've sort of amplified and accentuated that that aspect of the original Pac-Man. Like everything that you could do to get into a certain loop. That'll would get get you into that sort of transcendental mind state. I think that they're focusing on that, like stuff with the train of ghosts. Uh, you can eat that whole train, and then then uh, one of the ghosts on the board will have a train of ghosts behind when you get the power pellet. Yeah, and in combination then with like, like all the random ghost pack bands and things, like there's a lot of variation to keep you going on this game. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it's uh, it's like thinking on your feet. You know, you have to. You really have to be able to be quick on it because it'll be like, oh, there's a ghost here. So I need to I go down here. Or do I go up around here? And there were a lot of times where I had like quick. OK, I, I find I barely made it in between these ghosts by going this way. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure you saw it on my Twitter video, Jeremy, but I actually ran through a ghost. Did you see that? Like I, I like I should have died and I didn't die. So I don't know what happened there, uh, but I went is that straight. Like the old trick? You know that trick in, in Pac-Man or is it Miss Pac-Man? But if you zigzag back and forth through like like shake the joystick back and forth through a ghost at a particular point you can walk through it so oh. i'm wondering if that was like an intentional nod to that oh weird i didn't i didn't know that maybe i did that by accident because there is like a noise that happens right when i pass through the ghost that's like mm-hmm. it sounds like a sword almost like chopping something like whoosh, like that so that might have been like they were affirming that oh you did this thing with that noise maybe. Yeah, we should check that out. Yeah, because because I, I watched it, I watched the video again, and, and I'm like, yeah, I walk right through that ghost. That ghost should have killed me, so I should have died earlier than I did. But you walk a walk right through it. Uh, yeah, nice, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just like, what the fuck? So yeah, that that was an interesting thing too. So may, yeah, maybe you can walk through them. But it's a uh, yeah, it's another thing, an- another great addition to the Nintendo Switch Online service. And keep it keep it coming, man. I'm I'm in, I'm into these. Like bring 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 us some more. Bring us some old. Keep it coming and keep them. And keep them, yeah. I feel like this one's going to stick around, especially since they're trying to like sell the DLC. So this is made by the same developer. I mean, it's probably pretty obvious, but it's made by the same people that did Tetris. Tetris and uh, Super Mario 35. So this would be the first time you'd really see this, like, this extensive of monetization for the game because, like you were saying, Trey, like there was barely any with Tetris 99 and then did. Mario 35 have anything? No, there's nothing on Mario 35 so. as far as I know. So. And and Tetris 99 was like was so like, was like $10 or something, I thought. Was, cheap. Isn't, have, if they haven't been working on it for a long time, and that Mario 35 was a stopgap as they like sure. continue to work on Pac-Man, but maybe Could they be. don't want to like use their servers. Who knows? Yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm also it, wondering, will, will it show up on other systems too? Because Namco likes to put all their stuff out. On every system, and yeah, yeah. I mean, we have, yeah. I don't know. I would, I would hope that this would be a, since it's a Nintendo Switch Online exclusive, just right. to try to sell Nintendo Switch Online. I would, I would want it. I would fight for exclusivity, for for that type of thing. You know, to try but to like for multi-platform, like cross-platform. I would be fine, like playing someone on Xbox or someone on PC. You know, like the more the ba- the merrier, as far as I'm concerned, because that means you'll always be able to get into a game quick, and yeah, there'll always be content and they'll keep like developing for it if there's more people playing it yeah I, I was actually surprised by so many were how, how many people were playing it right right off run on this one 
because it was like, oh, okay. Because it, I had really, it didn't take very long for me to get into a game. Well, Pac-Man just turned 35 years old, like Mario. So everyone's just like all over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, Pac-Man thing. was what? 79. Is that when Pac-Man came out or was it before? 80. That? I don't know. They, I was mean, it, it, it might've been 79 in, in Japan, but I think, it was still, I think it was a seventies game. It was just like tail end. Did you, uh, I mean, did, did you guys pay attention in the Smash Brothers game? Like, there's a, there's that single player mode where you can play through it and it has them categorized by uh, the time that they came out at. Did you, uh, did you ever play any of those, the All Star mode? Like, the new sure All Star mode has them, like, they, they, you fight them as, you know, as how old they are, like the oldest people you fight first. Oh, you're right, John. It was 1980, May 22nd. Good. You looked it up, so I don't have to. Yeah, Pac Man. But yeah, Pac Man 99. to have an effect on everybody he's he's like the is he second to mario you think with his ubiquitous nature in video games well like is it a recognizable uh recognizable uh-huh. uh mascot yeah i mean i, I think most, think so i think most people recognize pac-man I he's think, had more he's probably had more media like other than video games made about him i mean like, that, no one's done like a cartoon show song about mario brothers but it happened about pac-man oh god i hate those songs but that, still i've heard that whole album it's terrible it's awful. There's. Are you talking about the guy that like sung the song about ET and like Donkey Kong and all this other garbage? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was this. Uh, th- there's this guy who does audio at at the Owl that would like kind of taunt me with that. Whenever he was there, he'd play that crappy fucking album because I would Just play piss you off because I would play video game music here, and he's like, "Well, what about this?" And I'm like, "This is fucking garbage, dude. This is awful. <laughs> that ET song is so bad." Yeah, I don't want to hear it. It's so bad that I didn't even mention it on our ET episode that we did with Jess because I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about it. Didn't even talk about the game either because I don't because I didn't, didn't feel like that was that we needed to get into that. But I don't know the yeah. story about it getting buried and stuff is pretty cool. Sure, yeah, I, I, I feel like that. I felt like everybody knew about it. You know, it didn't. Yeah, really I guess need so. to, it Didn't really need to talk about it again. I was like, everybody knows about that shit. Also, it's your non-video game channel, so I guess. yeah, I try to keep that out of there too. But um, yeah, uh, just because we're talking about Pac-Man 90, 99, did you guys did did you play like when thirty five got got stopped, Jeremy? Because it went thirty five ended up going like late into Thursday, like it went into like it went into the night of the first, so it didn't actually end on the thirty first. It went it went well on past that. I kept throwing it back on every like once in a while because I was going back and forth between different games I was playing, and I was up until. Pretty late in the morning, in the morning, so four or five. I checked it out pretty late, so and then I think I worked the next day, and then I saw you what you posted. You know, you posted that it was dead. I got online as soon as I got home, or you know, shortly thereafter, to be like, well, maybe you know, he just got a connection error or something. Got the same message you did, which is like, thank you for your interest or whatever, which is a very strange message to (laughs) to have on a game that is no longer supported. Yeah, and it, and it would be is speaking of uh, like having paid DLC, that would be really shitty for there to be paid DLC on thirty five, especially if it was only available for so many months. Like it's like you pay for a thing and then you did, and then it's gone. Like that's I not, think that's not really I just fair. Supports my theory that yeah. it was a stopgap in between. Oh, just before the Pac Man ninety nine. Yeah, because Pac Man Pac Man makes more sense in this format than Mario ever did. Yeah, I feel like they just had to like kind of, which was cool. I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. It was cool they had to be creative with how to fit it into that format. But Pac-Man's like a single-screen game, like Tetris. It's it's old hey. Tetris. It was a, a phenomenon where you could show it to literally. I know Mario. Everyone knows Mario, but like literally everyone knows Pac-Man. My 
grandpa who's like 80 something years old knows pac-man he probably knows how to play it so sure he could play this game i don't know how well he do but he would understand at least the initial rules of it yeah i i was wondering uh you know i, I just i was like what's i was like where's billy mitchell at is he playing this because <laughs> that's like his uh that's like I his, mean, he always has a plan so i mean that that's his name is uh mr pac-man so that's like his new like you know moniker or whatever that he, that he refers to himself as online. Like that's his Twitter. I think is Mr. Pac-Man and that's his Twitch channel as well. And I was just thinking as I was playing this, I was like, is Billy Mitchell playing this? He better be, better be streaming this shit tonight. Billy Mitchell on Twitch. You get on that. Cause I've actually watched him play Pac-Man on Twitch. Cause I follow him. Cause why not? Maybe that's why you can't use the <laughs> dual inputs. Cause they were afraid Billy Mitchell was going to, going to find a way to <laughs> cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But no, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's cool. I don't know how much longer I'll play it for, but it's nice to have it there to pop in and play it. I definitely want to try to get first again, like just because I got so close. So I, I and I thought when I was playing, I was like, oh wait, am I gonna actually win one of these? Because I haven't, I never won Mario, I never won Tetris ninety nine, and I, I thought it was gonna be my time. Well, as of now, and as it of didn't this recording, happen. you're doing the best out of all of us. So yes, just savor it. Just because I figured out how to change the controls on it, that's that's the main reason. I mean, maybe I wouldn't. You know what? Don't don't. That's not completely why. Yeah, you're the Pac-Man best. <laughs> and I'm such. Hey, a, you were born like three days before Pac-Man, so it makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, I was born in '80, and it's funny because I'm really not that much of a Pac-Man fan, like at all. <laughs> like I don't really, you know, I, I didn't really play any of the 3D games or Pac-Man Land or anything like that. Like we're changing ever. your Twitter handle, Mr. Pac-Man. No, you're the new one, Billy Get Mitchell. Here, Billy. The real, the real Mr. Pac-Man. That's what Everyone knows that closet it. behind you is full of Pac-Man memorabilia. That you <laughs> I mean, I do have, I do have like a weird Pac-Man thing that my mom got from, from, uh, from somebody. Some, I have a some plastic old person she knew. like mug cup thing that's kind of cool. Oh, here it is. Here, I'll, I'll show it to you guys and to the five dollar people. But my mom gave me this. What's this, that? It's a, it's like a, it's a corkboard Pac-Man cool. on it. It's a. I like that. Somebody that my mom was taking care of that was a friend of my stepdad's mother mm-hmm. is he had this. <laughs> he had this Pac-Man thing. He also That's vintage, huh? Yeah, he, he also owned our uh, cat Tanuki, which we have now. We got we got that from no. him because he died not that long ago. But um yeah, my mom gave me this Pac-Man corkboard thing. And it's uh, pretty cool. I don't really know what to do with it, but I have it in here. It's just kinda stuck in the so corner. Is the intent that you like actually stick things on the pac-man image yeah yeah it has you're a gonna mess it up eventually i guess yeah here's like um here, here's one here's one of the uh see it's got a pin and you just you, can, it in you, there. you can hang stuff from don't it don't do that it's fucking stab it in the face <laughs> yeah it, it looks like it's only been yeah actually there, there weren't that many holes on his face but what That's is piece it of memorabilia man there's one like stuck right here where his junk would be so there you go <laughs> And this says whoa, 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 whoa. Those, those are the people that were trying to neuter his original title. <laughs> <laughs> and it says it says Midway's amazing Pac-Man on there though, not Namco. So there you go. There's I'm sure there was some sort of something, some sort of political bat or not political uh, copyright battle about that at some point. Well, Ms. Pac-Man was a was a uh, Pac-Man hack. Yeah. Unofficially, and then Namco bought it. True. Instead of setting the cease and desist, yeah. they actually like brought them in the fold. Well, is there anything else you guys want to say about Pac-Man 99? I'm going to keep playing it. I think it's great from the 10 minutes that I've tried it. I'm reminded of my many hours on my Ms. Pac-Man machine. 
And this is a much simpler way to, to get that fixed than trying to actually fix my Miss Pac-Man machine. So that's true. I'm in. It's easy. It's free too. <laughs> you know. Yep. I don't really see like a benefit to getting you know to getting the themes aside from like whatever if you want to play Dig Dug, but. So I, I don't think I'm going to buy any of the extra stuff, but yeah, I'll definitely play around with it some more, you know, try to, try to get higher in it. And mm. it's another way to, to get me to care about Pac-Man again. Yeah. I'm in no hurry to drop 30 bones on this, but yeah. And I don't see that price being dropped either because of uh, the nature of all the DLC involved, but maybe they will just have to keep my eyes peeled. Who knows? Well, yeah, uh, I just realized these people have no idea who we are, who people don't Namco, <laughs> all our listeners. Oh, yeah, we didn't say our names because we were so excited about Pac-Man 99, we didn't introduce ourselves. But we are your hosts. I'm Trey Credits Hunter Johnson. I'm Jeremy Five Stars for Failure, Mikowski. I'm John Sure You Can, Junior Knitter. Sure You Can. Junior. Junior? Junior. Sure You Can, Junior, Junior. More on that later. <laughs> well, you can actually talk about it now since I know you're kind of pressed for time. So let's start off with your, with sure. your games, John. Woohoo! Yeah, so what I've been doing, uh, again, mostly is just hanging out playing games with my, my little nephew. And uh, I'll talk about Shore You Can Jr. first. So we were actually out in the backyard throwing around a kickball. And somehow or another, I got the idea that maybe we could do a little Shore You Can with the kickball. So I was teaching him all about Shore You Cans and how to do them. And he knows that move from Smash Brothers because he hasn't played Street Fighter. He's only five. And I said, do you remember those guys? from Smash Brothers with the red outfit and the white outfit, the ninja guys. And he said, yeah. And I said, let's do their, their special moves. It's called Sure You Can. Wait, what you got to do is you got to hold, hold the ball. Wait, hold on, though, John. I have to correct you because it's not called Shoryuken. If you're talking about the, the shooting and the fireball, that's Hadouken. Mm. That, is, that is Hadouken. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got it wrong. I don't want any of my uh, Street Fighter fans to come after me on this one. But no, the, the Hadouken is the thing that you throw. Uh, sure, you can could be is either like the is probably like the uppercut or the spin or the spin kick. But I know for sure 100% Hadouken is the thing you throw. Well, dang. So. I know that too. Yeah. And I don't know why I had taught my nephew wrong. But anyway. He'll, he'll never remember. Uh, we're it's doing, fine. We're doing Street Fighter moves on the backyard with the kickball at the point. That's cool, though. And did you guys, like, uh, uppercut each other and stuff? Because that's what is fun to do. Oh, yeah. I had you, like, to pick him up punch. and get him to do, like, super high kick, like, punches and stuff. I mean, you know, I... I, I, had, him, I had him turn upside down and just kind of, like, spin at me with kick after kick after kick. You know, that talking that cute. one. Yep. Uncle, uncle nephew time is awesome. I was going to say, uh, you know, since we all grew up on Mortal Kombat, when I was a kid, we mostly just stabbed each other. That's That's what we did. It was that was the fun time thing with throwing knives at each other because we saw it in a game. I'm kidding, we didn't do that. But, but when you're just jumping on each other's heads, and <laughs> but when you violence of video games, man. But when you talk about that, it's like, oh yeah, and, and yeah, and we did that, and we just uh, we just scissor kicks forever. We tried to pull out each other's hearts, but it didn't work. I kept grabbing stars and running through my friends, and I got in a lot of trouble for that one. <laughs> That's fun though. Next time, uh, I mean, he won't remember it, but. You could just like I'll see him right next time. You, be like, uh, you could just subtly be like, uh, you know, a token. <laughs> so uh, yeah, beyond that, we just kind of played our usual mess of games. We did Goose Game. He loves Goose Game, and the game is just again so charming and, and fun to play with a five year old or by yourself. Uh, the other one, since he liked Goose Game so much, I showed him Goat Simulator for the first time, and he loved Goat Simulator. That's awesome. Because those are really like kind of kindred spirit games. You got to show Octo Dad. Oh, yeah, we played that too. 
Did you? Oh, nice. Yep, he loved, he loved Doctor Dead. And I guess there's a cartoon or something of it, which I didn't I didn't know about because he said, "Oh yeah, I've watched the cartoon." So I gotta look that up. Maybe there's an Octodad cartoon. Or it oh, might weird. have been something that he saw Maybe on YouTube. Maybe it's a octopus related program that he that he saw that isn't that. I just want to say real update, a quick update on on Ryu's move set. Sure, sure, Ryukin is the uh, jumping is the jumping uppercut is what that no, is. No, you can. And uh, the sen senpu kyaku is the uh, spinning kick. Or, or, or ta- Tatsumaki senpu kyaku is the is the spinning kick, and sure, you can is the uppercut so there yeah, you, go. you can i got it all mixed up i don't just, know why i just want to clarify but yeah uh what else did we play got back into mario odyssey uh he played that for a good hour or so he just he, he loved it and I, I i didn't play the game i don't know almost a year probably so it was cool to get to experience that again and experience it through him because i don't know how much he's actually played it before scott pilgrim was another one that we played for a little while and he enjoyed that too and that was pretty much it for me. I didn't have a whole lot of time to play games this, myself this week. Do you, In fact, I, mean, I was I was starting to think, when was the last time that I played Hitman? And I don't know, it, it might have been a full week. Oh no, this might be my first full week without playing Hitman since I got it. Well, but, but you just bought the DLC though. I mean, you owe it to yourself. I did. To I, play have, it. I haven't really played it. Yeah, wow. I haven't really played it too much. Weird. I wonder if I'll ever get there for Monster Hunter. I'm sure eventually, <laughs> but it stops haunting me i even have dreams about it so it's weird you know so when you played a game too long when you start dreaming about it oh yeah but you should yeah, that's uh, it for me find fi- always find time for your hitman you know it's it's part it's part of uh mental health be like nephew take a nap <laughs> you could show John like, needs some hitman time <laughs> be like hey nephew you want to see something that's really cool killing people look, yeah. look at this game he he probably won't understand it, you know. It's not, I don't think it's that violent, or maybe. It I mean, is. doesn't I Hitman teach you how to like sedate people so they go to sleep? So just do that. Like, <laughs> I can go to sleep. Just show it to him. He'd find it. He'd he'd get uh find <laughs> find some humor out of that pile of bodies that you made in your in your video that you sent us. Oh sure, yeah. These are a bunch of stuffed animals. <laughs> they're not real people. They're they're fake. They're a fake game. I don't know, man. That's pretty cool, though. You're. You're not like it's not like it was before. You were by yourself, and now you got family to be around. So yeah, now you got people to see. Yeah, it's nice. Life's more than video games, everyone. It really mm-hmm. is. It's more than video games, and when it's more than video games, it's video games with your nephew. It's like video game simulation in real life. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're still playing games with your family, though. It's just with family. Yeah. You can't get away from it. Everybody plays games now. I mean, they may think that they don't, but they're still playing like Candy Crush on their fucking phone or whatever. Yep. Right. Instagram's a video game. I mean, even <laughs> it could be. I mean, like even my mom that like had no interest in video games, like she plays mm-hmm. fucking apps and shit on her, on her phone. Everybody's played Solitaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my mom played the shit out of a Spider Solitaire on the P- on PC. So that's that for you, then, John. That's that. All right. Well, there's a couple. There's a couple games that we have in here that uh that we share. So I will save some of those till later. But I can talk about some of the stuff that I've been playing. Uh, I think actually I'm probably the only one that played it, but Knockout City had a had a beta test over the weekend. Knockout City is the uh, is the online multiplayer um, dodgeball game that we saw on one of, cool. on one of the uh, directs. It's a little little bit like Splatoon, maybe. It, it 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 feels like Splatoon, yeah. Well, it's it's definitely like Splatoon because you are on like four. It's like four on four. It's mm-hmm. either four on four or three on or three on four, but it is like a team based thing. You know where you're going against another team, and it's you know 
what I was thinking of is it kind of reminds me of, like I talked about a while back, uh, how I played Apex Legends and didn't really get into it. I actually deleted it. Turns out I was right. It was only 18 gigs. But uh, but I did I, I did delete it off there. And uh, also I was talking about playing Turok online and how I wanted something that's a little more traditional. This definitely feels a lot more like that thing that I wanted, like something that's more like an online deathmatch thing. Because you're you're on teams. I think in the in the later one you'll be able to do like a, everyone against everyone. But it is kind of like a, it is kind of like a first person shooter deathmatch game, except it's third person, and you're throwing balls. But there are like variations to the balls, so it's not like there's only one weapon. There's like multiple weapons that do different things. So, but it's cool. It's really enjoyable. I thought it played really well. Like I thought it ran really really smoothly. I didn't get dropped out at all. I, I definitely got killed a bunch. But after about like four or five games, I felt like I was getting better. Like I was starting to like you know, get, be quicker on catching the ball. And I actually killed, I, I, I knocked a few people out with the ball and I was like, yeah, and there's one ball that you get. That's a cage ball where you can basically throw it at the person. It actually doesn't hurt them physically, but it traps them inside of a ball. So like you can trap them in the ball and they can't move. And then you can go get another ball and hit them because they can't dodge from you. So there, there's stuff, there's stuff like that in there, or you can take them and you can throw them off an edge too. Cause there's levels where you play on top of a uh, sky skyscrapers, like at the top of a, of a city. And if you fall in between the buildings, you die and the other team gets a point. So so you can do stuff like that where you do the cage ball and you take them and you throw them into the distance where you know they're not going to be able to come back out. So there's that. And there's also like double jump and there's like a there's like a hang glider that you use that you can kind of float around through the thing with and plays really well. There's like a you can do like a kick flip backwards kick thing that will actually hurt people the same way that the ball will. So you so you're not so it's not just you constantly trying to find the dodgeball and all that, but I think it has. I think it has a lot of potential. Like I don't know. There's no. There's no price on it on the eShop as far as I've seen. But if it's not too expensive, I might get it because I think it's. I think it's cool. You know. I mean, the free to play thing was really fun. Like I had fun with it and I thought it worked really well. So thumbs up for me on that one. Does it feel like the kind of game like Splatoon or whatever where you feel like you would want to have a squad that you played with? Oh sure, yeah. Well, I, I mean, for me, for a lot of these games, for a lot of these online games, it's like. I want to know, like, what is the thing that's going to keep bringing me back to it? Like, is like Splatoon is great because there's the level system, you know, and you unlock certain weapons, like, whenever your levels go up. So that that was a big thing for me was, like, keeping playing online because, you know, the higher you get in level, you get more stuff. Or you get to do, like, the, you know, you get to go to, like, the ranked matches, which are different. Like, if you get to a certain level, like, that was Splatoon 2 for me big time at the beginning was just trying to get enough experience to get leveled up high enough to where I could do the ranked matches. Now I don't play them at all, but I, but I just wanted to get up there and get all that extra shit. So, you know, that's what I want to know is like, what's going to, what's going to be in there. That's going to incentivize you to like, come back and play it and all that stuff. But, but as of right now, as a game on itself, I think it's fun. You know, it's, it's a fun, simple, addictive thing, you know? So it's all about, it's all about the extras. Like if they do, you know, if there's like any single player, if there's any sort of, Level, I'm sure there's going to be a level up system or you can unlock different outfits or I don't know, balls, whatever. I mean, for this one, the balls are just kind of laid on the, on the town, on the area. And you just, you know, whoever gets to them first, like, but of course, if somebody misses, the balls don't disappear. So you can go and get, pick up the ball. Like if somebody throws it at you and you like duck behind a wall and it bounces off the wall, you can go get the, you can go run around and get the ball and like throw it back at them. So there's a lot of stuff like that in there too, but it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. I don't, I don't know what the release date is. I think it's supposed to come out in the summer or something like that, but it was cool to have a beta thing and it was cross, it was cross platform too. So you could play with, uh, you could play with uh, steam players also like through PC. So, so it was, everybody who was in there. So it was really easy to find a match. You know, I was afraid that nobody was going to be playing it, but 
a lot of it was actually a lot of Switch players I saw on there because it would differentiate differentiate who was who. So there you go. Also, I got I got Star Wars Republic Commando, which is a game that I pre-ordered a long time ago. It was a it's a first-person tactical shooter. It was only available on the original Xbox, so I never played it. It's very similar to like the uh, Republic Commandos. Well, it's called Republic Commandos, but it's like the you know the top stormtroopers, the original clone troopers from like the the prequel movies. And you're basically the best group of that. So you get to the very first like set of however many levels takes place on Geonosis, like in the middle of that big fight at the end of episode two. So you get to fight a bunch of the uh, of the the insect looking guys and the and the droids and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool, but it's a uh, I don't know. Uh, it's one of the main things is it doesn't. It kind of gets a little framey at times, like especially on the bigger levels where it's outside. I feel like the inside levels are pretty smooth, but. When I was on Geonosis, like it was definitely skipping around a lot and I was really noticing it. So it's, it does kind of like, I'm like, why, I'm like, why is this so jumpy? Like this game is like two generations ago. Like I figured they would have fixed this, but so that, so that's kind of, that's kind of annoying. And also it has this weird, like bloom effects where like everybody kind of glows in it. It was a thing that was popular for like two, for like two years back in the early 2000s. I'm sure you guys remember that, but. It just looks kind of ugly now. Like, I don't was it think just it, something that made it look more smooth when it was on a CRT? I don't know. Maybe it's it. it kind of you. You remember like those like the very beginning of like the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty where everything was brown and that was fun. You know, mm-hmm. where all <laughs> the, all the games had like no color and they were all brown. It it kind of reminds me of something similar to that, except this one is like it's like a lens flare, except it's just you know everything reflects off the characters and it's kind of. I don't know. It looks weird. <laughs> I, I was kind of playing and be like, oh, you know, the graphics don't look great on this. Like some of it's kind of weird, but I played it for a while. Uh, actually, I streamed it and I had a couple of people watching me who actually like helped me out immensely. Like they were actually all over the message board just telling me like how to like change up my options and like where to where to throw them. Because I got stuck on this one part and this one guy, uh, I think it's a was it barbecue bacon and bacon and cheddar was his name, but uh, or their name. Uh, thanks for the help if you're listening to this, but they stayed on with me for like the full like three and a half hours or whatever that I streamed it and and uh, helped me get through this one part that I was having a really hard time with where there's like a countdown and you have to like send one of the troopers over to decode this thing on the screen, but you have to protect them and you have to send your other two guys on the two different sides of the room to protect that person. And I was just dying over and over and over again. And they actually helped me a lot. And, and it's uh, another thing about this game is it has playing it it actually feels like it's heavily inspired well i know it is because it came out after but it's heavily inspired by metroid prime because it has the uh in helmet view which looks very reminiscent of the in helmet view that you see in metroid prime and also you know like how you had the different uh visors that you can use in metroid prime the same thing is in this game like there's like a there there's like a, a low light visor that you use and there's also like a tactical visor which shows like you know what 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 characters it shows like what what your different members can do because they all kind of have different classes that they do different things with. It's like, well, here's the here's the like the explosions guy or whatever you would call that, and here's like this guy's the technical guy. He's the one who like hacks stuff for you, and this guy is this guy, and and you can kind of see all that stuff. And this guy that was watching me was saying that like if you go into the options, you can turn up the intensity of that where they kind of glow more while you're in that mode, so you can always know where your guys are versus like the people that you're shooting, but. For me, I just wanted another first-person shooter game. You know, it's been a long time since I've played something. I think the last one that I loved was the one uh, was uh, Project Warlock, the one that was on my list for the year. You know, that was the last one that I really, really got into. So 
I need another FPS. And this one, once I saw this one was coming out, I was like, okay, this will be the one. So, so yeah, I got it. I'll play, I'll play through all of it. You know, there's just a, it kind of reminds me about another game, which we're going to talk about later, but it reminds me of another game that doesn't really tell you anything and just kind of throws you into the game and expects you to figure it out. That's kind of how this game is too, where there's a lot of, and even after I played the game and this guy helped me out, I watched a review of it online and there was even more shit that I didn't even know that would have made it a lot easier if I knew how to do that. But there was no, there's like no tutorial at the beginning. They kind of just like, they're kind of just like, go here, go fight these guys. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly what I thought it would be. It's an old Star Wars game that I haven't played. So that's cool. And an, and an old first shooter as well. So there's that. And I think uh, I could talk about, I could talk about a couple, uh, I'll talk about a couple Nintendo stuff and then we'll take a break and then, and then come back and talk about other shit. Um, number one, and Jeremy, you got a similar thing, but actually it kind of actually, after you got it, it sort of inspired me to get it, but I bought a tablet. I bought a, bought an Amazon fire eight, one of the, one of these guys, which is, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how cheap it was because I wanted to get, I wanted to get like a cheap, uh, iPad thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I looked at some used iPads and I looked at, I basically, I wanted it to read comics on it, to read digital comics, like with a bigger screen, because I've had the Marvel unlimited app subscription forever and i've used it on my phone but i just wanted it in a better you know i'm paying for it so i wanted to be able to use it into a better capacity so i need something with a bigger screen and the ipad that i got the first one it doesn't work so i went to the the marvel unlimited site and basically looked at all the things that were available that would actually use that would actually use the app and in order for me to get an ipad that did that i'd have to shell out at least like 200 dollars, and i don't want to do that for a thing that i'm only going to use for one thing so I bought this. So I bought this uh, eight-inch one with th- thirty-two gigs for sixty bucks, and that's like so cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap it was. So yeah. So I've been uh, doing a lot of Marvel Unlimited. Which, if anybody, if anybody ever wanted to read any comic that any of the Marvel movies are based on, Marvel Unlimited is fucking awesome. It's like one of the best apps ever. Like they stay in, they like stay up to date with everything. So like any person that's in like uh, Winter Soldier and and uh, Falcon or anything like that it's it's in the app like it's really they're super up to date so like so like sharon carter just like showed up in the least most recent episode spoiler sorry of uh of uh winter soldier and, and falcon and uh i open up the app and right up the front it's like hey you want to know about sharon carter here's a bunch of here's a bunch of comics that she was in and it goes like all the way back to like the That's late cool. to like the late 50s really cool. when she was not when marvel didn't even really exist fully with stan lee and all that so they go they take you all the way back plus i was even i was even reading like uh Fantastic Four from the '90s, where where fucking Agatha Harkness from from uh, WandaVision was was babysitting Franklin Richards in wow. the Four Freedom Plaza. So I mean, yeah, it's all in there. But it, it's, it's I just, had no idea that she was a character before. Oh yeah, no, she's been a character forever. She used to be a nanny for the Fantastic Four, and that's when I was what I the one that I was reading. She was still a nanny for them. She was still taking. I mean, she's still a witch and shit. You know, she. I was can, gonna say she's like a mystical superhero. Yeah, she can still. She's still a witch, but she's like from. But she's from like Salem, the Salem witch trials. Like she's old because she's been around since forever. So, but she, you know, since Franklin Richards, if you don't know, he's like the most powerful mutant on earth, the son of uh, Reed and Sue Richards from Fantastic Four. Uh, He needs he needs a babysitter that has a little bit of powers because she's the the invisible woman, right? Yeah, she's invisible. Okay, yeah. So it's a. I've just been reading Fantastic Four is like one of my favorite comics ever. So I mean, I've been reading, I've been reading all the new stuff 
that I can. Because uh, the way that Marvel Unlimited works is you basically can read everything up until about six months before whatever's out now. So you can't eat, read the brand new stuff. But everything's six months back and like, I mean, there's like there's like millions and millions of comics in there. It's, it's ridiculous, like all the things that you can find. And they're it's still adding stuff all the time. But yeah, it's a... So if you want to read something, but you don't really care about reading it when it comes out, just do that. It's only 10, it's like 10 bucks a month. And it's like, they probably, it's like Marvel Netflix. Kind of, yeah. It's probably a dumb question, but they get rid of all the like vintage ads. Probably. Right. There's no ads in any of them. No. Yeah. The, yeah, no, the, the, you know, I would like to see some of the vintage ads. I know like more modern comics, not so much, but yeah. And in, in order, I mean, in order to do that, you would probably have to illegally download somebody's scans of them, which I have actually done before. But uh, but you know this that was its own difficult thing to do. I mean these have to be scans, I would imagine. No, no, they are. But I mean, but somebody who like scanned their comic and the and the mm-hmm. ads are still in there. But no, no, all the all the ads aren't in there. But they they look really good. Like they scanned them really well. And uh, yeah, like I was reading, uh, I was reading like some of the old like very first Venom stuff, and I was reading like when you know Spider Man when Spider Man came back with the black suit for the first time. And it's and it's just everything's really easy to get around on the app. You can uh, you can search by like writer you can search by like time period you can search by story like whatever it's it's amazing like you want to read everything that kevin smith ever wrote for for marvel like you could type his name in and boom there's like 10 comics on there that he wrote and you could just read them all mostly the daredevil and the spider-man and black cat stuff but that's on there you know so it's pretty cool about the the quality of like the really old comics uh, the ones from like the like the 50s or 40s and stuff how does how do they look they do a good job of touching them up yeah yeah they, they look good i mean I, I mean it's it doesn't look like because you know the old comics they kind of had the same paper that like the bible has it has like mm-hmm. that really fucking cheap that's how that's yeah, how uh yeah. that's how wizard almost buried marvel like in the 90s because wizard actually started making putting their comics on better quality paper and like using like better ink and all that, and it kind of made Marvel look like some cheap assholes, you know, because they're not, because they were still printing it on this old ass paper and all that, that stuff. Dot Matrix style. Yeah, so it was a big, so that was a big deal. I remember that, but no, I mean, I mean, they look good. Like I, I'm really, I'm really impressed with it. I just like, uh, it's nice to have a better way to read it, you know, other than just my phone. And I feel like Marvel Unlimited has opened up so much more to me because I didn't really get to use it as much as that that capacity. But yeah, it's it's great. Like, um, let's see how far back. Oh, here we go. This isn't that far back. This is the eighties, but I can try to show it to you on here. Just something speaking of. So yeah. So like, this is, uh, this is, this is the Ewok. This is the Ewok comic of Star Wars. Cause Marvel owns all the Star Wars stuff now. So also all the Star Wars shit is on here as well. So if you're interested in reading any of the original Marvel stuff from like the seventies and the eighties, it's all on there. But also all the Dark Horse stuff that they did for Star Wars, like in the '90s, is on there too. So if you want to read like Dark Empire and like uh, the original like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that, it's it's all on there. So it's just uh, it's just it's yeah. If you have interest, any interest in Marvel whatsoever, I totally recommend it to people because it's great. And if you have Marvel and if you have comic collections that you don't want to fucking take down off the wall and find whatever issue, you can do it all like so much easier on here. And it's a uh, it's nice to be able to do it in a better way. So that's my that's my Nintendo thing there, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. If, if you ever you know, like I said, if you if you ever like a show or a movie and you want to know what the what the comic is based on, but you don't want to like track it down and buy it, just get just get Marvel Marvel Unlimited. They help. They do a good job of trying to help people to find stuff. And there's even like a shuffle thing where you can like click a icon in the corner and it'll just randomly pick five comics, just out of everything. 
if you just want to find some weird shit that you don't even know about, you know, that's, they, they do stuff like that too. I was reading a, what did I found? I found a Dracula versus the Incredible Hulk. So what I was reading that I found from one of those random shuffle pulls on there, which I'd never even heard of it before, but it's like a crossover from the nineties, but it was I'd say given the sheer cool. volumes, <laughs> volume of the comics that are probably on there, I bet there's certain times you're reading something that maybe it's been months since anyone else ever even read that in the world. Sure. Well, and also like you can, if you want to read like Amazing Fantasy 15, the first appearance of Spider-Man, it's on there and you don't have to pay like millions of dollars to buy it. You know, if I you wanted to buy the actual there. version. I don't want to buy a Kindle. I'd rather just do that. <laughs> just buy the actual Spider-Man and, and rip it up. Destroy it. No, it's just, I was thinking about it and I've probably read over a hundred dollars worth of comics just from, just from this month for my $10 prescription. Just do your, subscription, just do your so. hour per uh video game equivalency whatever you pay the same price as a new video game for like a, a tv that for for a kindle yeah yeah so that's why i didn't have that much problem with it but it, it works great yeah been having fun with that and uh, i also also bought just the uh the hori d-pad joy-con officially because uh she uh she finally made it to the drift verse she she oh. uh her her uh, left and it's actually the purple one which is her favorite Actually, color. I already so, knew this, but I'm still acting surprised. Yeah. So the purple, the purple one went dead. So that was that was a shame because that was her favorite one. But it, it didn't go completely dead. But it was starting to drift. And as we were trying, we were trying to, you know, we were playing Super Mario 35, and she was like, "I hate the, you know, I hate the D pad on this." So I just bought her the, I bought her the Hori one because it's only, uh, it's only twenty four ninety nine, you know, like full price. So that's over half less than the regular Joy Con. So what it's you mean, totally worth it. Twenty Hori ninety nine. Sure. <laughs> that was a stretch. But it, no, I mean, it, it, she says it works great. It, it feels a little bit thicker, I guess, from other Joy-Cons, and the textures is a little, is a little bit to take get used to. But She plays exclusively in portable mode. Yeah, and it's only, you know, you can only use it when it's attached to the system, but she's like 99% portable now. Like, she doesn't use it on the TV at all. So it totally works for her. And uh, it's it's cheaper, and who knows? Like maybe the joysticks on there hold out a little bit longer. But it, it's cool. I bought her the Mario one. It's got a cool design on it because I liked I like the way that one looked more than the Zelda one. So so there. That's that's what I've been doing for stuff that's not a couple things that we have in common here. So I say we take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about those things. Sounds good to me. All right, we are right back. <music> Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! 
with Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! So, uh, so we're back. We're back from the break. There's a couple games. Well, there's one game at least in here that I know we've both been playing. This is actually because of Jeremy that got that <laughs> that I got it. But do you want to say it first about that game that we all played together on Patreon, Jeremy? That we all played together on Patreon. Yeah, your your first one on your list here. Oh right, right, yeah. So we played Animal Crossing together, kind of recently, and we did a whole episode from within it, which I think we talked about a little bit last week, but. Man, that's a cool episode, and I really like the video of us playing, too. That's one of my favorites. But, uh, yeah, I got five stars this week. You made it. Made it. And I think a lot of it had to do with Jess sending me, between you and Jess sending me some items, and also just kind of, like, finally being like, I'm going to set some stuff around the island and make it not really necessarily more ornate, but more junky looking, to be honest. Yeah. And I got the five stars because I put a bunch of bathtubs out. So I totally stole that from Jess. <laughs> and I also put all my uh, lamps, which I still need the soft serve lamp from you, John. The oh, right. the chocolate vanilla one. That's the one I'm missing. But uh, Jess sent me all the ones she she had that I didn't have. And I put them all out. And then I went down and went to Isabel and I it, it blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? Like, I actually got like flustered and couldn't figure out how to like like I kept hitting the wrong button when I was trying to hit the capture button on the controller. So just like, wait, I actually got five. St- wait, what? I got five stars. I got to tell the guys I got five stars. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe it. Like I did, I go, you know, I randomly maybe once a day go in there and just check. It's probably not even that often. I'd say one out of five times I'll ask Isabel what my ranking is. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point where I just accepted it, it was always four. And I didn't think it was going to be five. And I feel like I had just checked like the day before. And then I, I got those uh, soft serve lamps from Jess, set them up, walked down and like, you know, check into the uh, machine to get my no- consecutive day Nook Miles. And then I went up to Isabel and five stars. Really? Mm. And so I kind of expected something cool to happen, but 
golden watering can. <laughs> well, and and the lily of the valley, I guess, happens. Which I have it, seen those. I have seen those on the island. Oh, okay, because it's supposed to happen whenever it rains, and I haven't seen one yet. But I don't. Which know. are supposed to be highly poisonous to like pets, but whatever. And people, Golden right? Valley. According to Breaking Bad, it's a. <laughs> that's what they used in that show. Oh, okay. supposedly that's what he used to poison the kid. Spoilers. It's it's like whatever. We got the ricin from. It's like a ten. It's actually not. Yeah, it's not ricin, but it's something that looks like ricin. Because it was actually came from a plant that Walter White had at his house. This is like a ten-year-old show. It's fine. If anybody hasn't doesn't remember that, that's that's what it is. But yeah, that's what I always think of because that was the the part of that of that show. But yeah, w- once I saw Jeremy got the five stars, I was like, oh well, I should check mine. And then I went and I went and talked to Isabel, and she's like four stars, and I'm like, damn it. But she no, she tells me she's like, got too you got too much trash in your island, pretty much. So. I went and picked up all the DIYs that I had on the DIY free beach, and I and then I got five stars. All I had to do was all you had to do was clean up the DIYs. Huh? Yeah, that's all I had to do was pick up the DIYs, and then I got five stars. So, and it was just like that. Like Jess was like, "Just go pick up your stuff and then go back in there." And I was like, "Okay." And then I went back in. She's like, five stars." I'm like, "All right, there it is." And I sold all my DIYs. Sorry. Well, your your <laughs> stars will go them. down, right? So, can you go back down to four stars if you like remove a bunch of stuff? I don't. I don't know. You can. Yeah, yeah I went back down before. Did you? You, you did. Yeah, I mean, okay. at this point, it doesn't matter because what do you get? You get the golden watering can. Uh, cool. I, I mean, I like the. I mean, if you're trying to make golden roses, do the lilies go away? It will help do the you. Roses go away. I, no, you, I don't you think didn't have five star yet. So you and you already had golden roses, Trey. Well, yeah, no, I mean, golden roses I got. Well, that's because Jess made the golden watering can for me and sent it to me. So I'd been using it. I'd been using it for a while already. Hmm. But I didn't have it on my own. But I would just, I would just give her, I would just send her gold, and she would just make me one and send it to me. I guess I'm happy I didn't get it from someone, so I at least feel like I earned my gold watering can. Yeah, I've I've had it already, but now I don't have to book her about it whenever it breaks. So, so there you go. But yeah, made it to five stars, and yeah, they they would always, as Isabel would always like uh, talk about my trees and stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to get rid of my trees. I like the trees, but I guess I cut down some trees when I made like those areas in the back. Where I took all the all the flowers down and stuff, and that must have been enough because there it is, eight stars, hurrah, hooray! Yeah, I don't my I, my island honestly does not look much different than when you guys visited it. I added the bathtub area, and yeah, I think I told you guys last week I added like a, I put you know the big kaiju statue with like all my gnomes running away from it in the top right of the island, and then on the top left I did the astronaut behind the the DJ booth and all the skeletons standing around did that and the the uh lamps that just sent me that's all i changed and there you go hmm. five stars yeah you thought it was maybe because didn't you I must a... have been really close to five stars is all i'm saying yeah i was gonna say didn't didn't you like uh put some fences up or you were talking about putting fences up because you thought that might i have no fences yeah. oh weird I was, I've, well that's not true because i have the hedges around my uh orchard on the top left which are technically fences mm. but that's the only fences i have on the whole island yeah yeah i don't, I don't know like it's it for me it must it must have been the trees but i don't know what it was for you that that made it do it but regardless getting they, rid of all the flowers and i think it was a big part of it yeah i think that's because i think i think the fossils and the diys that i had out were a big part of it yeah that's gotta have something to do with it because i cleared out so many flowers and if and if she'd still said four stars, I was gonna be like, I'd be like, whatever. I'm just not ever gonna get five stars. I wasn't gonna try. It. I didn't want to change anything because I liked it the way it was, you know. So same. Yeah, 
I guess I could chop like one tree down and then go talk to her and hope that it was fit better. But, but yeah, we, we reached it. We reached the pinnacle. And yeah, a lot of it was, it was mostly us just tidying up our town so we could do that Patreon episode. So, so go listen to it and watch it so you can hear, hear us talk about it and see it and all that stuff. I'm definitely playing a lot less now though. Like I've played it a few times this week, but I mean, once I got the five stars, it was like, especially a goodbye, you know, it was like that last little like thing that I could just kind of, you know, like when, like you hear about like people breaking up with each other and someone will leave like their sweatshirt at the other person's house. They have an excuse to be like, Oh, I forgot my sweatshirt. I need to. <laughs> yeah. I kind of felt like not getting the five stars and animal crossing was sort of my excuse to keep going back, but yeah, that might be it for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I didn't really play it that much. Oh, and I, I made an effort to not see fucking bunny dude on Sunday. Good job. I did not play. Oh I, yeah. I, I mean, you that. wouldn't have gotten anything you didn't already have anyway. Yeah. I mean, just did it. She, she played and she told me whatever happened, but I was like, I was like, I don't like that bunny. I don't want to see that bunny. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> not. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just not going to play today. I, I made sure I, I was like, Nope, not doing the fucking bunny day. I'm over it. I played the I day, I but need I, to see it. Him. I did talk to him. Don't get me wrong. I did talk to him, but he just set me up. He just like, yeah, I was just like, hey, not going to do any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, st- I stayed away from him because I just, I'm like, I don't need to play it on Sunday. I don't want to see that fucking guy. He'll be gone by the time. But it, but the, the one thing that is cool about playing now is there's like the cherry blossoms. And now it almost looks like they're raining. Like if you played it today. Like there's more, there's which a lot, was annoying because I had air. a um, meteor shower. Oh, and you can see the stars as well. well with you the... can, but you just keep like seeing the like the movement at the top of the screen. Thinking oh, sure, yeah, shooting star, and it's a it's a leaf. Yeah, so I mean, if you, I don't think I got enough stuff to make all the DIY stuff that I had for uh, for cherry blossom. So you can kind of do that. You can catch up, or maybe oh, yeah, I... I actually got a new cherry blossom recipe today too. Mm-hmm. I played for a little bit today. So I mean, or maybe I could finally catch that fucking river fish that I never caught last time. It's like the big one that like goes away. Oh no, wait, it's already gone, isn't it? Because it goes away at the end of March. <laughs> I guess I didn't <laughs> Next try year, the yeah. paddlefish or the oarfish. I thought I had maybe it is the oarfish. It's there was one of them that it was the first one that disappeared, like mm-hmm. right after Animal Crossing came out, and it and, and like everybody was talking about trying to catch it, and I never caught it. Like I even tried like we make, tried to give you one and it wouldn't let you. Yeah, you can't. Take it, it. That's probably what yeah. we learned about that, but. You know, I was trying to do like the fishing bait and all that stuff, and I, I think fit, it was the oarfish, and I fished over and over and over again. And I never caught it, and then now I missed it again. So whatever, it's fine. That's I don't I don't care. But yeah, I kind of I kind of just play it whenever Jess wants to do something or send me something or she wants to come to my town and and do whatever. So that's kind of how I do it. You know, it's not really. A, I'm sure I might like turn it on still and try to get like the rest of the KK songs or something like that. I don't know. But but Jess is like she's become like the. She's be- she's become like the Animal Crossing kingpin or or a godfather or whatever you want to call it for real because she's like running trades and all that through Nookazon and which is fun though I mean she's having a lot of fun with it so but she's doing like fifteen trades a day or something like that with people like and it it's a cool like I said I mentioned it last week but it's a it's just a cool thing to do like where you can get all this stuff for no actual money it's all in game money or like a DIY or like an item that somebody doesn't have and you can. And it's set up kind of like the global trading system in Pokemon that I missed so much that wasn't in Swords and Shield. But, uh, you know, where you can, like, put something up and say whatever you want from it, and you just put it on a board, and you'll get a message whenever somebody, like, offered whatever whatever it is that you want. And then you send out, like, Dodo codes and stuff like that. And 
travel to each other's or, or whatever. And there's different like variations of it. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you just want to pick it up, but not take it, you know, just so you'll have it in your in, in your uh, inventory and stuff like that. And speaking of inventory, the, the Mario stuff is officially gone now, but you can still order oh, it. Oh, it is? But you can still order it if you already had it. If you, if you had it, oh, okay. you can still order it. But as far as like having it as just the Mario thing, that's gone. So if, if, you, if you didn't order anything and you turn it on now, you're not going to be able to get the Mario stuff. But if you already ordered every Mario thing, you can still order them through your catalog. And if you need any of the Mario, Mario stuff, let us know in the comments. We'll, we can probably help you out. Yeah, yeah, we, we we got stuff in case you don't have it, but but yeah, no, it's officially not available unless you already bought it. So that that went away too. That's sad, but also I'm glad that it's at least in the catalog because I've had so many ideas and I'm was was uh, worried about even trying to start doing them if I was going to run out of you know supply. And it's and it, it's weird because I was in Justice Town earlier and it wouldn't. I tried to look and see if the Mario stuff was on there and it wasn't there. And then I went home, and then it was there. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe you can't do it in other people's towns, but you but, can't shop in other people's towns at all. I mean, you, you can, but you well, can't, not like, through your apps. I mean, yeah, but it wouldn't even show it. It wasn't even available. Like it wouldn't even show it in the catalog. I know you can't order stuff, but it was just—it was really strange, like why it was different. But then it showed up when I went home. So, speaking of the catalog, Jeremy, I just soft served you a lamp. Oh, thank you. Oh, there you go. No problem. Serve. I got soft served. Say, when do you guys serve me one, too? That's no, I'm seeing that twist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Would you like a lamp, too? Yeah. All right, here we go. Trey loves lamp. <laughs> Love lamp. Do, do you want to talk Do you want to talk about your about your big surprise now, or do you want to wait? I'd say we could do it now. Oh, do you want to jump right into that, or I could... I mean, I could talk about the few things that weren't related, I guess, in my list, which isn't a lot. It's up to you. Whatever. Let's let, We can build the tension here. Yeah, yeah, and it's not going to take much. So snail-like progress in Super Mario 3D World. I really put that game on the back burner. Like one star a week? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm down to like one star a week. Well, no, it's a, it's, it's a lot harder now. So you put a lot of time into just, are you going to like get the one star and finish the level? Are you going to try to get all three? Are you going to really? And you also like... I had so many lives at one point, and then I looked and I had I was almost out of lives, and I was ashamed at one point i had like 80 something lives and oh down, no yeah down to like well i was down to one i was down to one life to live and so i had to go back to all the different stages and play the, the little slot machines that were just sitting there. there there's like there's like a level in the first level set i can't where, figure that out where I, you can I could look it up online but i'm trying to figure it out myself I oh know you can like get a i found it by accident but you yeah. get a shell to bounce back and forth and hop on it i know yeah i can't figure out how to do it it's it's in it's in, it's in the underground. It's below the level. Yeah, it's I know like that. One three or one four. It's in the first set of levels, and it's in the yeah. It's it's like right. It's not that far past the the pipe, and it's in the front of the screen. And yeah, it's just perfect to where you can the front. The you can just jump on it, you know, and then it'll it'll do it for you. Maybe I was thinking it was in the back of the screen, so maybe that's my problem. Yeah, you're but, talking about like closer to your face front of the screen. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the three D, okay. it would be towards you. And it's yeah. I was thinking it was further back, so I need to go back. And it might be it might be under something where you're like seeing through a wall. This is what I'm remembering. I don't know. Don't quote me on it, but but no. When Jess and I we played it recently, I found that and I got got us 100 lives, just in one run, no problem. You know, because you can do you can do the old the old shell trick as they call it. Shell, yeah. Well, given what uh we're doing or what I'm doing, and it 
in that I'm just like taking my time on these later levels. Like lives don't really matter that much. I just didn't ever want to see the game over screen. Like I was like, that would have been like a, a little personal disappointment in myself. If I saw the game over screen on Mario 3D World on the Switch, because I haven't seen it yet. Don't want to. Right. Or if you see the little like the help thing. You I might have seen it. I say, oh, I've definitely seen that. <laughs> but uh, with the little golden like box that shows up, you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've definitely seen that. I don't like that. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they're insulting me. That really is like the it. true game over screen. I yeah. know, but it's like soft game over. It makes me mad where they're like, hey, uh, <laughs> do you want, do you need to play this like super easy mode? And I'm like, no, shut up. Leave me alone. I'm going to get through this. Fuck off. I feel like you're like, you're telling me that I'm, that I'm not good, that I, that I can't, that I can't do it. I'm like, don't offer me this. I don't want it. I wish you could just like turn that off completely so you never have to see it. But speaking of wanting to see things anew, I don't know if that's exactly what you were saying, but uh, sure. I did start a new file in Bowser's Fury also. <laughs> oh, there you because go. Because it's fun. I, be, I, got, I completely beat it, but I, for whatever reason, earlier this week, I was like, I want to start over again. And I don't mean life. I mean the game Bowser's Fury. <laughs> and so I uh, started playing that again, and I'm like, I, have like, I think I have like 10 shines, but it's a fun enough game that I and it lets you have multiple save files on the thing. You don't have to like use a different profile or whatever. Even though I could do that. Oh, okay. So you can just jump right back into it. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, it's so fun. It's such a fun game, and I hope you guys get to play it at some point without without having to drop sixty dollars. Because, man, I wish they would just make it a standalone thing. Nintendo True. make Bowser's Fury a standalone <laughs> thing, please. Yeah, it's really a shame that they didn't. But I mean, well, they they, they want they want twenty dollars for it. They want us. They want to sell that 3D. That 3D shit. They want to sell their their Wii U games again. So that's why they're gonna stick by that and never separate it. For whatever reason, I decided this week I wanted to like try to get through Super Punch Out. I don't know why, but I just was like, it's. I don't think I've actually beaten Super Punch Out since maybe early college. I think I still had the cartridge back then, but. Um, when the game first came out, I was obsessed with it. And, you know, it was a couple of months after it came out, but it was still pretty current when I was like getting like really low times on all that, the, the matches and stuff. So I uh, decided I want to like play it, but I was going to allow myself to use save states and rewind if I want, sure. which doesn't help that much in that game. Ball, ball. I've been playing on the classic. Uh, I've been playing on it on the, on the uh, switch. Yeah. On the switch. Ooh, yeah. Just on, on that mode. But I got to Hey, Kikero. Hey, I, I hate that guy. Is he the? Is he the? Is he the stick boy, or is it? Or is that before? Hey, girls are like androgynous. Like I don't know if you'd say he's like a long haired, like, kind of like a glam. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. The guy who's like, oh, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, and he's Man, got he's, he, he's got the pink eye shadow. Yeah, he he sucks. But I think that that's if I like as I was playing it, I'm like, I think that was the enemy that gave me the most trouble in punch out because even using the rewind feature and stuff and i didn't granted i didn't play for that long but i i probably played at least 10 times and just could not figure out the patterns so there's probably something that i'm overlooking and of course i beat it when i was very young i think maybe it was like 12 11 or 12 whatever when did it when did super punch it come out i guess 94. i was 12 or 13 when it came out and was playing it so if I could have beaten it, then I know I can beat it now. But hey, Kikiro, I'm stuck on. It's a uh, Hoy Hoy Quarlo was the guy that I can never beat. The the stick boy, stick boy. Yeah, I yeah. think he's like 
this maybe the second one in the special he is he's the second one because there's only four because there's him Which, uh hey yeah. is the second one in hard mode there, there's the um whatever uh there's the narcissus prince and then there's a uh, rick and nick bruiser which mm-hmm. i never actually fought those guys because i could never make it through fucking stick boy as stick boy as i call him hoy hoy corlo i think the next one mm. is clown the clown after the one i'm on and then it's uh super macho man Super Macho Man sucks. Like that was be, that one's really that one sucks. That's that's one that I have a really hard time beating still now, just because he has that fucking spin move, and sometimes yeah. it'll go like five or six times in a row, and yeah. when you're trying to dodge it, like you'll eventually like the rhythm will go off, and you just will, mm-hmm. and yet it's one hit kill too. If he hits you once with it, you're out. So I mean, it sucks. I hate. I that found guy. the rewind feature. At least for me, it doesn't help that much in this game. It make it, it like because it's like the whatever is happening within like how they're reacting to your inputs, it'll change. So oh if yeah, you go yeah, back, yeah. They're gonna act differently. So it's not like you can like anticipate what they're gonna do next. You just ha- you can maybe go back before they totally knock you down. So maybe you can go back to, to not, like, yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna do it, like I'll go back to where I knocked them down. If I'm gonna rewind within a match itself, but mostly I've just used the save state to to not. Because I want to just get through it the first time, you know, and unlock the special cup without having to go through it again. Uh, the circuit, because if you lose any matches, you can't unlock it uh, without going through the entire circuit again. So, yeah, Super Punch-Out. It's a wonderful looking game. And, and we know, like, when we were at Galloping Ghost, we played, you know, we played Punch-Out, we played uh, the arm wrestling game, and you know, I think you would agree, John and Trey, like that arm wrestling game looked incredible for being as old as it was. Those huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rights. Well, there's, and I was going to say, there's also a, there's also Super Punch-Out Arcade. Also, yeah. there's a the second Punch-Out Arcade. Yeah, they had all of them there. Yeah, so there's there's three. Yeah. And and actually, that kind of blew me away, like what you're talking about with the, with the rewind. Where I would like rewind and then they do a different move that they that yeah. they and I was like, wait, what? I thought they would do the same thing. And even like when it's and it would even vary to the point of like with Macho Man where I would rewind before he does the spin hit, and he you know he did it maybe did it twice and hit me, and then I rewind it and then he does it like once, and then it would change. You know, it would even the times of it would change when you rewind it. And I was like, wow, that's there's a lot of RNGs crazy. in that game. Yeah. And the rewind feature doesn't help. Yeah. So I mean, I think that would be. I was like, that would be the main thing you would do for like Bald Bowl or, uh, or like Super Macho Man for like somebody who has like a one hit kill that you want to mm-hmm. just try to dodge better. But it's still for Super Macho Man in particular, his move changes regardless of whether you rewind it or not. It's going to be different. So, and then I know I talked about it a little bit last week, or at least I briefly mentioned it, but I got a Kindle, but I got like the actual like e reader version. So it's just a black and white screen. So I could only really read black and white novels but they look incredible they look so good and so i've been reading saga you know Sa- been... you know saga is not black and white right i know it's not completely black and white but it, the contrast in it looks really good okay i was just it's saying it's, it's not black and white at all it's full color comic <laughs> i've read every issue of it yeah it just it translates really well with the, the details in it so i don't know maybe other novels would too but i thought a lot of it was black and white i must be misremembering it because i i started reading it a few years ago and only got you know 10 or 15 pages into it yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely not it's very it's very colorful and and uh they even got in trouble for some of the imagery that's in there because of uh did you know there was a the the guys with the tvs on their face 
Yeah. There's a scene where there's where there's porno on the guy's face and they got in trouble for that. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like a person getting a blowjob like on one of the pages and yeah, the 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 image they got in trouble with the image for that. And it's weird. Wow. I've, been, well, I actually, I've been like enjoying yeah. it so much yeah. in black and white. Like maybe I would like it better in color. I mean, it's 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 like anything, you know. I mean, they they re-released the Snyder cut and and it's in black and white now. Like you can watch Mad <laughs> Max. You can ma- watch Mad Max in black and white. I mean, it's. You know, it's you'll still you'll still get all the jokes and stuff. I don't think there's any character that just has to do with colors or whatever. You know, it's like you just pretend you're watching it on a black and white TV or something. I don't know, <laughs> make it feel more vintage. <laughs> I just don't know the last time. Like, it probably is the Scott Pilgrim, like manga, was the last time where I really got into a graphic novel like this because I just I was never really into comics growing up, and probably a lot of that had to do with just not getting exposed to them. You know, and by the time like I had friends that were reading them, I didn't have a way to get them. I couldn't really buy them or anything. They're, it's expensive too. I mean, it's a hard. So I would read know. them at the store and stuff, you know, for free. But you know, I, I, it totally wasn't in line with the the lore and everything. So it was just yeah, like yeah. too overwhelming, even as a kid. Well, especially an ADHD kid. So I didn't really get into comics back then. But like, yeah, and I understand Sock is like it's like a really really like well respected series like i'm not like i'm preaching to the choir here to say i like saga but yeah it looks great in black and white and i've been so i've got a kindle unlimited because there's a free trial a one month free trial and so i went to go like i was like i want to read saga on this i just think it'd be great i've been wanting to read saga for a long time and the total collection is like 60 something bucks to buy it all which isn't that's not bad uh, for the digital version because I think was there like eleven books or like eleven collections now. It's, it's interesting because uh, I've, I've read all of the books. Like we have all the books in Signal Issue. Jess and I did, and it was actually a was like the one of the main reasons that we went out the first time was because I met her on a on an online dating service, OkCupid, okay and I uh-huh. and she mentioned Saga as something that she was reading in her in her uh, profile, and I didn't know of anybody who actually even heard of Saga, so I thought that was pretty rad. So that was actually a big part of our meeting each other, but. uh the, the the comic isn't actually over, but it's stopped. Like I read I read all the way to the end, and then there's like a paragraph after it that's basically like, you know, there's a bunch of shit happening and we don't know when we're gonna bring this back. But this, you know, it's obviously not done. But it because they take breaks in between each like book, you know, they'll do like a certain amount of issues and then they'll take a break for like six months or a year or whatever. And this I mean, it one, sounds a lot like a TV series. And- yeah, yeah, it's like seasons. And and at the end of this one it basically said like, okay, you know, we're going to take a break like we normally do, but we're not sure how long it's going to be. It might be like as long as like two years. And this issue came out like right before the pandemic. So oh. I don't know. I mean, well, it, the two years starts now. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. A, yeah so, so it could, so it could yeah. be, it could be whenever, but yeah. I, Maybe they got it more work done because they were just locked indoors. I mean, writing comics yeah. can't be that affected. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, I mean, it, there may be there may be new issues. I haven't actually kept up on it ever since because I actually had to cancel my subscriptions at uh at this comic store just because of the pandemic, and I don't really have the money to spend on it anymore. So I kind of just which which I follow, sucks. But, uh, I yeah. follow a band on Twitter called uh, they're actually called Mannequin Pussy. That's a band I like, but uh, the the main the singer like the I guess the front person of it she. Uh, was posting about a little bit about saga and that's what reminded me about saga i was like well i always meant to go to that and it would totally look good on an e-reader in black and white which i i don't know why i'm misremembering that it was black and white but now that i think about it the 
book I was loaned originally when I started reading it was definitely full color. So yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty colorful from what I remember from it, but maybe but, I yeah. also thought it would be a good test for you know just to kind of like put this device I bought through it through the ringer because it's got a pretty high pixel density screen even though it's just black and white so i really wanted to kind of see what some good black and white comics which i looked at some like calvin and Hobbes comics on it like newspaper comics look amazing on wasn't it. uh wasn't scott pilgrim originally in black and white that i don't know i thought it re- I, I thought it, it originally was. was and then it was re-released Maybe in color really later yeah. yeah correct i thought I yeah back through that. i thought the original it was originally in black and white and if you want to, I have go- a feeling it'll be super cringy to try to read it now because it was already that then when I read it like twelve <laughs> years ago or whatever. I was going to say if you want to go back to the nineties, uh, you know the original Tick comics were in black and white also from the nineties. The Tick comics I could read. The Tick was in black and white. Yeah, they it well it became I, they made it color later, but I think that was in the mid two thousands. But was when, Scud black and white? I think Scud was in color. Was it? Yeah, I kind of want to read some Scud because yeah. I remember that. We have all those books. Just, Jess and I. That was another cool thing is that we both owned all the Scud comics. Well, all the trades. Like Jess had a trade that was like all of them, and I had all the in- individual ones. So that was pretty cool. I've seen that guy on uh, Facebook. Facebook tells me oh, that yeah. I should be his friend, the writer of Scud. Wow. <laughs> you know, when it says like people you might know, he's on there. I haven't sent him a friend request, but I'm like, I know that guy. He wrote Scud. I mean, just be like, <laughs> you could be a disposable friend to him, possibly. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm friends with like, you know, some people that I don't know. I'm friends with Lloyd Kaufman through Facebook. So some people might just like friend you. I'm friends with like Per Schneider and Craig Harris and stuff mm-hmm. like that also. So, I mean, some people don't care. But yeah, I got the Kindle Unlimited free trial, like I said, and it ends after the second book. So now I got to decide, do I want to keep reading Saga? I mean, I really do. Like, actually, it was like... Develop, developing this routine where I would like read it at night before I went to bed and you know try not to like overindulge just try to like save some for later so I like planned on like how I was going to space this out I like I was kind of was thinking ahead about this series and uh, really disappointed I can't keep reading it without dropping a bunch of money but it's good enough that I might what like, you should uh... consider maybe buying book three physical or something just to like get me through in the meantime I don't know, uh, so I don't know exactly how, because there's a Comixology Limited also, which is like more independent stuff, and you can read a whole bunch, but I, I don't know if they give you, like, I don't know how much of each series they give you, so you might want to look into that, too. Cause well, you, and also, yeah. I mean, I, I've got a phone, and I've got my Kindle, like, as far as screens go, unless I, I guess I could read it on my laptop, but that's not really. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But I mean, you so could short of grabbing yeah. uh, like you something like you did, if 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 graphic novels are what I'm after, it's got to be black and white and it's got to be free for now at least. Oh, I was gonna say like you could do, I think Comicsology is like the same thing like ten dollars a month, but you you get like a free month I think if you start it. You could try it on there and see how much it has. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how it works because I got a free trial of Comicsology Unlimited through my Amazon Prime, and I remember there was like a lot of them only had the first volume of the comics. And I was like, well, that make me, that made me not really want it. Cause I want something like Marvel that has like everything, you know, except for like what is brand new. So, cause I want to read through like a whole series. I don't want to, I don't want just like parts of it. So that's, that's what, that's what I was doing, but that's cool that you read stuff on it though. And saga is a good, is a good comic. So there you go. Did you get, did you get to the cat? Is the cat in the first volume there? I think he's there pretty early, right? Lion, yeah, the Lion cat. Yeah. I love Lion cat. He's great. I've already gotten to the point where I thought, 
Odo, Lion Cat, but it's fine. Oh, they That's do kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, they do that a few times, I think. <laughs> to do some yeah. fake they do a lot of fake outs with different characters in there and then there's some fun. characters where you're just like what like i was really interested did you uh, character not, not not to make this like comic talk uh, nintendo made but did you you listen to, you you read why the last man too right jeremy what? read what why the last man did you read that comic i don't think so i don't even know what that is oh uh, well why the last man is written by the same guy who wrote who wrote a saga and why the last man was what brought me to saga and why the last man is basically a story where this kid named Yurik, that's, he's the why everybody, like all the men in the world die. And he's the only person, man that lives is what happens. It's a, they're making like a movie out of it, but yeah, that that's what brought me to saga. And that comic's really good too. So if you can find some of that for free on your Kindle unlimited, you should read it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's the same guy, Brian K. Vaughn. He's a great writer actually. Oh yeah. He's read, like, read any of his shit. He's supposedly supposed to write a Gundam movie at some point, which I think might actually be good. Cause I like his writing. So. There you go. An American I'm fan. movie. I'm a fan of like just being like, I feel like I was watching TV while I was reading it. If that's a w- really dumb way to say it, but like I've tried to read comics before and it's been hard to like get into it. But what, for whatever reason, this is just like between the art and the story, of course, like, sure. I feel like I'm actually there, like hanging out in that world. Like <laughs> a good book, you know, I, uh, I mean, for mine, I did actually, I don't really get nostalgic, but I did get kind of nostalgic for my, for some of my Marvel stuff, because I was reading the newer Fantastic Four stuff that was really good. And then I was, I wanted to watch, so we watched a little bit of the cartoon that's on Marvel on uh, Disney plus. And then I was thinking about how, like, you know, the cartoon, the cartoon movie, the cartoon show is what got me into the book. So I wanted to go back and read the comics that I started reading when I watched the show. But then I went back before that. So I'm reading all these like nineties Fantastic Four comics that were out when I was in high school. So it's kind of, it is kind of nostalgic to me, but it's fun. But I also went, I went way ahead where I started because I started and shit was already happening. Like I wanted to go back to see like how we got to that point. And it's pretty rad. They predict stuff that happens like five years later, like, like way early. Like what I was talking about, Franklin Richards, the most powerful mutant. He ends up destroying all of the Marvel universe in like 97 or 98. And they're already talking about that shit in 92. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. But yeah, no, I'm glad you're enjoying it. But we should, uh, oh yeah, John, you, you probably got a bounce, right? Yeah, I got a bounce. So okay. Oh, that's all right. Um, no worries. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. And good luck on your shot. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're getting the shot? I'm getting the shot tomorrow. Yes. Wish me luck. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shot. Holy shot. Yeah. Moderna or Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer's I, the one we all got. That's the whole oh, we all, Pfizer we all, cast. We all have Pfizer. Yeah. So we can all compare. How we much, don't really uh, want to be a Pfizer cast. How much? We need <laughs> all get the Pfizer. <laughs> so we we can all compare how much COVID we got after, which we, hopefully none. But yeah, no, I think I think we're fine. But yeah, it's funny that that's like a that was like a bonus in between non non uh, stuff that won't be on here. That's on the Patreon feed of us talking about John Shot. But now well, you get it. Like, now you get a taste of it. Me. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, have a good night, man. Right. We'll later, guys. Later. later. All right, so now that we got now that we got all the non Monster Hunter people out of here, we could talk about <laughs> we could talk about the real the real meat. Which I think I was like in the, the episode. I had yeah, I discussed everything I meant to discuss that wasn't. Yeah, well, let me say we got to get into it soon because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to go too long into it. But welcome, welcome to the. Or do you want to say it? I can cut this part. 
Well, I, I did want to mention I bought Monster Hunter this week, and that's why at the top of the show I said I had FOMO in my late 30s or peer pressure. I, I, I originally put FOMO, but like, yeah, peer peer pressure in my late 30s. Be, and not just from you, Trey, but just seeing like when I log on to my Switch, a lot of my other friends that oh yeah stuff they're all playing monster hunter i was i was gonna ask i got i gotta figure this game out i was gonna ask you what it was that what was like the thing that was like okay i gotta get it like what was the thing that like made you change your mind like i I was thinking that maybe i thought that maybe you would listen to like the acts of the blood god where they did because they did like a review round table where they talked about it a bunch so i hope that maybe that had turned you on it well you actually might not be have access to it because it's i think they're because I'm on their Patreon, so I get stuff a week earlier than, than you. Oh, right. No, I haven't yeah. actually signed up for their Patreon yet, which I feel bad about. I need to, but... Um, it, it was worth it to me just because I didn't want to wait for the wait for the show. You know, because that's like one show that I listen to all the time still. I do listen to... Yeah, I was going to say I do listen to their episodes, but I hadn't heard that. Um, no, so... Okay, so my... If I really want to explain how my brain works... <laughs> I thought I had you. You posted, you know, it's fifty bucks on Amazon, I believe. Yeah, it's ten dollars off. Uh, right, it was ten dollars off on Amazon, and I was like, I could buy it on Amazon. And like for me, like I kept saying, you know, I said last week or whenever I was like, when it goes on sale, I'll probably consider buying it. So I didn't expect it to go on sale that quick. And I know like fifty dollars is still a lot, but it was uh, it, it was a deal immediately. You know, it was like immediately on sale. <laughs> after i said that so i was like all right well maybe i need to like play this not that i thought it was a sign or nothing but it just became a little le- a little more palatable to, to, to drop 50 bucks on it so i was like okay maybe i will consider that so i clicked on the link that you sent and it said it was going to take two to three weeks to arrive i was like wait what oh no <laughs> probably because people had already like bought out this the, you know the whatever stock they currently had to yeah to uh, distribute so I was like, well, that sucks, you know, but also I don't want to wait that long to buy it. If I was going to play it, I probably should start playing it soon. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have a lot of gold points. And I pretty much had enough gold points to where I paid what <laughs> you you posted. So uh, that was really my whole like mental gymnastics there. On top of the uh, seeing all the friends playing it and stuff, I was like, well, I was willing to pay that if I could get it quickly and i can still get it quickly and pay that with my gold points so and you can get it and you can get it digitally i mean it's that's why you know it's hard i was going to be like oh no did you get it physical because you know because you got xenoblade physical and you weren't playing that one because you had to switch out the other thing in there and you know well i also got kind of stuck i need to and i also i also felt kind of bad because like i feel like the last three games i recommended to you you got you like weren't playing anymore or didn't play all the way through, so I don't know that you got. I have severe ADHD. I mean, I was diagnosed with it as a kid, and I don't yeah. really know. I mean, I was degrees of severity yeah. or whatever, but I was diagnosed with it too. I I always thought it was bullshit. It's I mean, kind of a bullshit. I, I think everybody's. Like, a, I, mean, I was yeah, I was diagnosed with attention deficit because I was bored in school and hated it. But also, they put me on Ritalin and it made everything much worse. But same. But yeah, same same sort of thing. But I mean, it's you know it's. I mean, I'm saying I'm not one to talk because I I never finished Phoenix Phoenix Rising either because 
well, because it's physical and I didn't want to turn, you know, because mm-hmm. I've still been doing Ring Fit, like, at least, like, once a week. So That is a big part of it, I guess. So Ring Fit, so I didn't want to switch out the cartridges, but I do still want to go back and play the rest of it because I did really like that game. But I felt like the last couple games that I asked you to get, you didn't play. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, I feel bad for recommending stuff to you because if you, like, hate all of them, then you shouldn't listen to me anymore. <laughs> I don't know. There's something to say in, like, you offered to, you know, kind of help me f- figure out how to play or at least team up with me. And I saw a lot of that online. I saw a lot of interactions between people. Well, especially on Twitter, but like people posting about, it. for instance, like I saw Janet posting about it, friend of the show, Janet Garcia uh-huh. and uh, her friend, Kinsey, who is one of the owners of pink gorilla and um, Seattle also is on the game history preservation foundation. I believe that's what they're called, but I don't know. She's, she's a cool, like a person I follow on Twitter. And she was like, I'm going to teach you how to play that Janet. Like just seeing like this whole, like it's not gatekeeping, whatever the opposite of gatekeeping is. About yeah. It's like, we, we will help you understand it. People there's- want, like there's something about this game that you just have to get. And once you do, it brings great joy. And I'm just like, I want to get through whatever that moment is. And yeah, and I kind of want to do it now while, you know, I, I'm sure like people have already kind of, plowed through it in some ways but like there's still so much more to go on like it's still kind of cool to be somewhat in the 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 launch window sure yeah and i was i figured if we if we did something tonight we could like record it and maybe do like a side-by-side video or something of it too but uh no i mean what what i was gonna say i think the major hurdle for monster hunter and this is what got me into it is that you have to you know you have to find a weapon that you like like you have to have something that you like using and there's and there's 14 different weapons on there, so there are a lot to pick from. So, but I think I feel like once you get to that and you actually like the action of fighting the monsters and stuff, then the game, then that's kind of your end point, and then it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper than that because it's it's stupid deep. Oh my god! Like there's this guy that I that I've been following on on YouTube, and I've actually heard him talk before because he's on Eight Four Play. Uh, Gaijin Hunter is his name. And he used to just make videos to try to to try to help people get into Monster Hunter. That's like what he did was make how to you know tutorial videos and stuff like that. And I forgot that I had heard him on Monster Hunter a long time ago. And he, of course, they had him on for Rise and all that. And I've been watching his videos. And the game is this game is just so stupid deep. Like it's just like thankfully you don't have to get that much into it. But I watched this video that he made about how to acquire like three hundred thousand zenny in like ten minutes, basically from getting. Is that the name of the money, the gold? Yeah, the the money's okay. called Zenny, and uh, and basically, you um, if you get this, all of all of the different armor have different attributes to it, and you can get this attribute called um, what is it called? It's called like geom- It's called like uh, fuck. What do you call it? Uh, it's not ge- it's not ge- it's not geometry, but what do you call it? Where you uh, where you gri- dig stuff out of the ground? A geology. Geology, yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of it right now, but. Yeah, it's a, there's a there's this, you can you can equip this specific armor that gives you a high geology, and if you get like to level four, or level five geology, you can mine like twelve stones at once. Because as you start the game, you get three in one hit. You get three at a time. But if oh. you ri- if you raise your geo- geo- uh, geology level, you'll get like you can get like six or nine or twelve at the highest. And he basically did this route through this whole level, getting like the most the highest priced stones in the game. And he ended up with like a hundred of them and like one 10 minute play of this level. And that got him like hundreds of thousands of dollars in the game. And 
it's just stupid. Like just how, and he was going through all these secret areas that I didn't even know about in the lava area. And I'm like, just watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I love this game, but I don't think I'm ever going to get to this level. Cause some of it's just so dumb where it's just like the complexity of it is insane. Then, And it even got to the point to re to make me rethink my definition of RPGs, because I say that like, you know, RPGs are only leveling up stuff, but the amount of depth and like just shit that's in monster hunter makes me almost say that it's an RPG, even though it doesn't fit the standards of RPGs. I thought for it was me. an RPG. Well, because you don't level up, though. There's no... you know, uh, your, your character and yourself doesn't change. You, you, uh, you it's buy, more of a resource management game, you would say. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, yeah. actually, it actually reminded me a lot of Splatoon 2, kind of, where I was doing the same thing, where you, 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 know, you go online or, or you go out and you play some matches... And then you come back and you look what's available. Because a lot of times you go and you kill a monster, you get some monster parts, you go and you look and see what sort of armor and what sort of weapon you can make. And that's what actually kept me going for a long time on it was just just the idea of just building up my character in that way. Where like every time I do a match, I might have a new weapon available so then I can try that out and see how that differs from another one. Then I'll play another one and I'll get a different different type of uh, of armor that like gives me more def- defense and that's kind of what like got me like hooked into it was just doing that like that gameplay loop where I go and then I get the shit and then I try to see what I have. But there's still all this stuff in there that you don't know about until later. Like I'm still learning stuff like every time I play. So that's cool, I guess, because you because you're like, oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. And I've watched some videos that are like here, are, like some things that you should know that you should know well, about Monster Hunter. And stuff well, like let's that. see. Let, let me tell you, because obviously I haven't gotten that far in it. And I've played over an hour. I've been probably closer to two hours at this point. You know, that's not a lot of time, but I put some time into this trying to learn it and kind of dicking around a little bit. But I was playing it earlier and Shauna was watching me play. And, I, and of course, I was sort of explaining, kind of explaining to her what I knew about it, <laughs> which is super duper rudimentary. But she said it's still fun to watch like the actual battle. So she was watching me fight the first boss, if that's what you want to call it. Where that unlocks the stage two or the two star missions. Oh yeah, I'm like I forget I forget what they throw at you at the very beginning. It's It's like a it's it's gotta be like a a, one of the big version of the first bad guy you fight or like a variation of it. Yeah, like the great the great waggy or whatever it's something like that. Like Right. So I was fighting that and this thing's like kicking my ass. And I by the way, I'm playing with the long sword. I think that's the default weapon, right? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I know that the long sword is the S tier. It's like considered like the strongest weapon in the game. Just and that's the one that you know it's it's Japanese game. It's it's a katana sword. People love it, you know. So it's kind of the one that gets the most stuff. When I, I I'll say it, you know, I already said credit, credits hunter. But when I beat it, I got I basically got a fancy long sword, which was kind of annoying because it's like, oh, that's the only. That's the only weapon you're going to give me, but I get. I think you get access to a lot unlocking secret weapons after that of other because I have unlocked ones of other ones, but not the one that I'm playing. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm using. In fact, I do know that's what I'm using because I was going through all the uh, stuff at the smithy earlier today to try to like upgrade it and stuff, which I don't have the right components yet. But um, so I was I was playing that whatever that boss is. It's I love I love the presentation. Don't even have to get into the presentation of this game, but just you go in there to fight that first boss, and it sings a song to you about yeah the the ra- is just the rhyming at the beginning. That's really cool. It is so cool, and it's like basically saying like he's the general, and then here or he's the whatever the the head guy, and then these are his two generals or whatever the slightly bigger guys, and then the smaller ones are all the like foot soldiers. I'm paraphrasing here, but 
just explaining like the ranking of all the the monsters you're gonna fight at once you know in, in these waves when you actually fight a, a boss monster but i was chasing him all over the level he's annihilating me and he actually knocked me out which i was really just playing and sean is like what happens if you die i was like i don't know what happens if i die i really hope i don't die though you get- i was like you get three really into yeah. it yeah you get three I was getting really into it and she's like what happens if you die i'm like i'm not gonna die i'm like <laughs> my pride is like kind of like saying i'm not gonna die then i died i'm like no i'm about to learn what happens when you die <laughs> and, oh wait you're gonna keep playing cool so i did actually end up beating him but the whole time i was playing him i was like was i was like back into my whatever monster splaining mode and i was like uh as far as far as I can tell from this game, if anybody like who was really into Monster Hunter was to talk to me about this boss I'm fighting right now, they'd say, "You know, at the beginning of Mario, when you see the Goomba, that's this guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And is that, I, I figure that was probably a pretty good description of it, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, well, the, I mean, there's the little 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 guys that die in like one hit, but yeah. But as far as like yeah. an enemy, like where you're using the the mechanics of the game, sure, yeah, it's where kinda... you actually understand them to kill that to kill the enemy, yeah. I mean, because if I didn't know how to, you know, use healing items and stuff, I would have never beaten him. If I didn't know how to, like, use the uh, wire bug, at least kind of in a rudimentary level to, like, get behind him quickly, I may not have beaten him. So I'm sort of figuring out some of those elements. But, yeah, that was just the Goomba. And yeah. Goomba <laughs> to me is like Bowser. Maybe about yeah. early on, but because the game opens supposedly opens up a lot after you beat that first boss. but Sure. Well, and also I, I still yeah. I still felt really good when I beat that boss. Like it was it was intense and like he when he's like rushing at you and like it was really cool. And there was also like a level I, I played one of the gathering missions where I was getting mushrooms and I went all over the level and couldn't figure out how to like get to them and then I found the spot to climb up and got to this whole like uh plateau like up above the whole level. It was really cool. So yeah, I'm super early in this game, but I'm starting to get charmed by it in different ways. Like I like the, uh, the bunny, what's it called? The bunny food, the bunny food. What do you mean? Well, it's called bunny something, but it's that food you buy from the cafe, the ball, the little ball. Oh, 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 the dangos. Yeah. Bunny dangos. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're like mochis kind of, this is what what they are. Yeah. I love the whole like thing surrounding them. And I love how they work where they like, well, at least you, at least I started to figure out that I could like create like, loadouts so to speak of those things where i could just like go and pick the one i was going to get with the, the perks i wanted for that mission yeah it took me forever to even figure that out well i think i mentioned it i might have mentioned it last that's week, why i knew about it yeah because i didn't i didn't know and i just realized that there's two places you can do it at because i was the same i was doing yeah yeah but i mean I, I kept going to the to the multiplayer hub to do it because that's the mm-hmm. only one i knew where it was but there's also one like right next to the regular village there's the village missions and there's the hub missions and the village missions are actually the easier ones so people that's call, the ones yeah, i'm focusing on they call that the tutorial even though i'm on like level six right now and they're still pretty hard and i've died maybe three times i think total like all the way through like where i where i where it went actually to an ending and uh yeah basically basically what happens is you just get you just get a couple items and you gotta start over again that that's what happens when you get like a game over in the game. You know, you don't whatever you were doing, you lose all your progress, and so that's kind of kind of but a you're ro- not roguish. Lose, like, everything in your like inventory or anything like that, right? Like no, I mean you. As long as it recently acquired, you you gotta keep all your shit. Yeah, I think you still keep whatever you got, but I mean, if you use whatever amount of potions that you used and stuff, they're not gonna come back. Like they're still gonna be gone. You know, so 
So if you use something that you didn't want, that you well, were hoping to, that, that you wanted to use for that particular level, like you're not going to be able to use it again after that because it's going to be gone. But, but yeah, whatever like pieces or parts of the monster that fell off that you mm-hmm. collected, you'll still have, but you don't get, you, I don't think you get any, any really money, maybe like a hundred or something like that for getting a game over. But it's depressing. Like it, it, it annoys me when I get, when I get carded as they call it online, I guess is what I've seen some monster hunter speak. They call it carded when you when you get knocked out and carried to the to the base camp, you oh, know, carded, and, you, and you have yeah. to start over again. That that pisses me off because I just I, I you know I feel like it's you know I feel like it's my fault because I feel like the way you know the game doesn't really cheat. Like it's all 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 the monsters do specific things before they do their their moves or whatever, and you should be able to move around that. But also I feel like I'm kind of at an advantage because I use the light the light bow gun, but I love it so much. Like it's my favorite thing because all I'm doing is dodging. Like I don't really have to worry about frames and animation frames Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I got like the, I got like the best weapon ever, like so far. I mean, I know there's better ones, but I got what I considered like one of the best, one of the best weapons I've ever had. Let's see. I wrote down here, the hidden eye, hidden eye number one. And the main thing about it is in, in the light, in the bow guns, there's different ammo, like depending on which gun you have, like maybe two or three sets of ammos will have a will have like a machine gun like it has like a repeating thing where you can shoot like multiple ones for one bullet and it'll show it in the menu like it has these three arrows like going up on the side and i uh i was playing online and i was using you know i was using the light gun and i was like i'm like i feel like i'm not really that strong so i just for the hell of it i just like went on the internet and i was like i was like what's the best way to play with a light gun and i found this video where you can basically, with the wire bug, if you press, and I think this is only for the light gun, if you press R and A at the same time, you'll shoot, you know, you'll shoot the wire bug up and you'll like jump over, over the monster. So if you jump over the monster and then you hit the A button, you basically plant this wyvern blast is what it's called. You plant like this little explosive on the monster's head. So if you start shooting the monster around where the area where the blast is, the blast will blow up and give you like 50 extra extra damage so that's like the best way to you know to accrue like a ton of damage and also if you use the piercing ammo the piercing ammo goes through the whole monster so you can even shoot him from like the tail and it'll still hit him in the head if it's over there it it basically helps you get to where the wyvern blast is easier so i basically got this gun that has repeating uh, that basically has repeating uh pierce ammo to where like every time i hit with like one bullet I get like 200 damage and it's ridiculous. Like I went to the training mode just to see how strong it was. And I got to like 2000 damage in like 30 seconds. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, this gun is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know? So, and and I've got to the point where I use all the piercing ammo and then I go back to the base camp and I refill them all because I have like 2000 bullets of piercing ammo and I just refill it. And then I go do it again and it's fun. So that's, Yeah. It's it's gotten to that where I'm like, where it's just the game that I think about playing all the time. So, and I'm and I'm sure I'm sure you've seen this from videos, but this is a great thing to know. I mean, I was really happy to know it, but there's no fall damage in the game whatsoever. So you can yeah, fall that pretty quick. You can fall from whenever wherever, and you never get hit, and that's great. Especially after playing something like like Conquer, which has mm-hmm. the stupidest fall damage ever, where you're like maybe like six feet above in the air, and you and you lose like half your life. It's so annoying. So. um so yeah, you can if you see like a really long hole that's especially like when you get to like the the lava area with the volcanoes and all that, there's a lot of drops that are really really far, but you can just go and it doesn't matter. Like you're not going to get hurt or anything like that. So that's a really really cool thing. 
that I wanted to make sure and mention to you if you didn't know, because it's really awesome. But I, I need to actually figure out where like the training area kind of thing is. I need to figure oh, yeah. out the, a lot of stuff. The training, a- the training area is at the back of the buddy area. Did you find okay. the buddy area with the meowcenaries and the trading sequence and the dojo and all that stuff? No. Okay. Well, is, that the, is that at the back of the village? Like when you go like to a different direction other than where like the big, like the, where the cafe and the tent and everything are. I actually don't walk anywhere in the village because if you hold the minus button, if you hold the minus button, it'll show you all the stuff in the village and you can just warp to wherever you want to go. Okay. Well then I'll just So that's what I want. That's what I do. And there's also this one area that's called like the hub. It's like the hub preparation area or something like that. It's not yeah. the one where you get the hub missions. But there's a different one. But there's a cat that you can talk to there where you can do all of the things that are in the game. Like, he will tell you, like, you can do your meowcenary stuff. Mm-hmm. You can do, like, the submarine trading thing from there. You can do, like, the dojo. I don't know what any of that means. You can do, like, all the, you can do all the shit that you need to do. It It's it's kind of hard to explain all of it without fully getting into it. But Yeah, I know. In a... And this is the way that it that it makes sense for me. In, in Xenoblade Chronicles Two, um, they have what's called mercenary missions, where you can take you can use your blades, and you, actually you can do this in Pokemon too. It's kind of the same thing, where you you know where you take your Pokemon and you like send them on jobs, and they go mm-hmm. and they level up and stuff like that. That's that's what Meowcenaries is. You basically okay. take your hired Palicos or Palamutes or whatever that you have, which you can hire from the from the buddy area, and you send them out on missions, and they can go get you items too that you need. So you send them to a different part of the area, whatever map, and they'll do that while you're doing missions. So you go back and you check on them, and you'll get get more items from there. And the trading thing is where you t- – it's called like the Argosy or something like that. And you talk to this lady, and you basically send another one of your Palamutes or Palicos with her. And and you send them with an item, and they'll trade to get more stuff. So if you want – if you want to like farm honey because you need honey to make mega mega potions – so you you basically send him with honey, and he'll just constantly get honey for you. And you can go back and get uh, get the items from them while they're off on their trading thing. And you can unlock it to where there's like where you can send three out at the same time, and you can make them just mine whatever item that you need a bunch of. That's basically how that works. And you want to kind of keep all this stuff going while you're playing the game. So yeah. it's that's what I'm saying. It's it's super deep, and there's a lot of fucking shit to do in it. And also, my thing is yeah. like I'm just overwhelmed by all these items. Like I don't even know what they mean. Because like I, I have a long sword, and I have all these like ammunition type things, which I'm like, are these important to me, or are these just things that were if I had a weapon that was a projectile weapon, should I just sell all that stuff? Yeah, you, you don't need them if if as you're far not. As yeah. like what is it called? Coatings and yeah, coating uh, the the coatings are actually for the for the bow. Because I guess the coatings are for the arrows that you use with the bow by itself. So I can you ever change weapons, or am I like locked in the? Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I was going to get at about the training area. Is uh, you get you get fourteen weapons, and you can change your weapons anytime. Like you're not stuck in anything whatsoever. And if you if you want to change your weapon, go to any item box in the whole game, and just go to just go to equipment, and you can change everything you have from there. But the best thing to do is. To go to the buddy area that I was talking about, which it's best to just select it by holding mm-hmm. minus. Anyway, go to the back of the buddy area. There's a there's a ship back there, and you have to go back there to that ship to get to the training area. And then they'll take you to this training area where there's this giant robot monster, which will actually... The same robot monster is in the buddy area. But in the training area, there's an item box right by the front, 
and you can switch into any you can switch into any weapon that you want and then there's this like you know there's like a sparring dummy that you can just basically fight mm-hmm. and if you're using the gun you won't lose any ammo ever like in there like you always have the same so amount of ammo different types of ammo and stuff yeah and you won't lose anything so i mean it's and also there's guns that are in the rampage mode which i still don't like that very much but you know it's it's the part that's not like the regular tried and true hunts so do you get to set the behavior of the sparring dummy or whatever? Uh, I don't know. I've just I've just used it there just to like. Does it fight back or is it just a sponge for you to try stuff on? Uh, as far as I know, it doesn't. It didn't attack me. I just used okay. it to. I just used it to try to do things to see how much damage it would do, that mm-hmm. type of thing, and kind of just like figure out the way the weapon works. Because I've kind of played around with a couple weapons. Like I tried the bow just for the fun of it to see what that's like, and I'm like, okay, I understand that. You know, and I played, tried the sword just because I got that sword when I beat the game. And uh, and I was like, okay, well, that's how that works. And I'm like, well, the damage is kind of higher, but I still really like the gun. And when I and when I first got that gun, you know, with the piercing, with the repeating piercing damage, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really feel like it was, I thought maybe it wasn't that strong because I was still getting killed. And But then I went in there and I tried it out and I started shooting that guy and I was like, well, shit, I'm, I'm doing like thousands of hit points here of damage. So this is obviously fine. Like I had, I think I have the, the, the strongest weapon right now, so I don't need to worry about anything else. So I've just been worried about just unlocking the further stuff on that. Mm-hmm. And as, as you can, you know, as you look at the weapon tree, the question where it shows the question marks by the, uh, by the weapon, the, those will get filled in when you meet a certain monster. So there's all of the different weapons have to do with the different monsters. So like when you see where it shows question, you can't see what that one is. That's because you haven't seen that monster yet. And once you go through and kill that monster, you come back and then it'll say like, okay, here's like Magnamalo's weapon, or here's like uh, Rathi the whatever the Rathian or uh, Rathalos. I beat that guy who's harder than Magnamalo actually. But but yeah, like stuff like that, you'll see like specific weapons based on that one, and it'll actually unlock it through all of the different weapons. So you can go and do that. And I think the question marks on the far right, like those. Those unlock as you go through the different levels, the different quest levels, because I think they go up to seven at least, if not eight. But yeah, there's some stuff right there on that. But yeah, it's there's so much. It, yeah. There's just so many items. Like I'm just learning, like go to the recipes that you want to make and like highlight them, and then it'll let you know when you have the. There's like a thing where you can do that, where it'll let you know when you have gathered the materials to, to, to mine or to craft that or whatever. Oh, sure. But it also, it also gets a little more complicated than that too, because I don't know if you notice, but there's like pathways. So like, say you have like one weapon here, but you want to get this other weapon that's under here. You have to make, go back and make this weapon, which will make this other one disappear and then make that weapon under there. I don't know what that means. It's like a pathway, you know, where there's like a fork in the road. I saw. I think I might have saw the beginning yeah. of it in the customization or the uh, yeah the uh, yeah. blacksmith. Thing. So yeah, there's like a fork in the road. So if you make an upgrade of one thing and you want to get the one from the other fork in the road, you have to go back and make the weapon that you had before you chose oh, one or the other okay. to make okay. the bottom one. You have to actually so yeah because there is there's forge and there's upgrade. So you have to go back and forge. I see what you mean. Yeah, because sometimes you, the previous version you can't like roll back the version you have. Yeah, that that's something that's kind of confusing that I just figured out. Because because okay. yeah, you have because you even though you have all the parts, you can't upgrade it if you don't have the base of it. And sometimes you might have to go back and make the base again, and it, and you might lose the upgrade that you have in doing that. So it's kind of like 
So there's some decisions on that where it's like, well, wait, I don't want to lose this gun to get this other one just to try it. Or it's also like, like, like the weapon that I got, I had to make like four or five weapons before I got to that because I hadn't done anything on that level for for the weapon tree. So I had to do, I had to do like level one and two and three and four and five until like level six where I'm at. So I still had to pay, spend like an extra thousand zenny that I didn't, that I didn't expect. So I was afraid that I might run out of money and I'm like, oh shit. But it, it's just like, it's so interesting to me that it just keeps, it just seems like it just keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm like, oh shit. And there's this. And then there's like, oh wait, but there's all these other stats that you don't even know about and might not even need to really think about. But if you did, you could do all this crazy shit. So that's kind of, that's a lot of what's way been, it is yeah. kind of like you're seeking in game. For me, it would be like the, the Castlevanias that were based off Symphony of the Night. Like, I want to get to that point. That's my end game that is super satisfying because I built to that. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm like just so strong and like I want to get that way in this game, but it's a lot. To, it's a lot to take in all at once. So I do like that the game is, you know, you can kind of take your time with it, but it does. It is very, <laughs> it does. I, I think it really kind of like leans into hoping people are going to use the internet or people just know monster hunter because it's been around for so long. And uh, this is the first monster hunter game I've ever bought. I will say that. So something, something with this version, I'm reading a lot of places that it's the best monster hunter currently. I don't know if that's true, but I I feel like there's a divide between this and world with a lot of people. Some people like world better. Some people like this one better, which world was like a PS4 exclusive, right? Uh, it's on PC too, but oh, it might it might have been on Xbox as well. Actually, I think it was on Xbox and PlayStation, but it wasn't. Uh, it was just too graphically intense to to be on Switch. Mm-hmm. But from what I learned from the Gaijin Hunter guy, uh, apparently they are two different development teams, and the guy mm-hmm. who made Rise was the main guy who does the handheld Monster Hunter stuff. Okay, so he apparently he'd been working on this for like the past five years. So this is actually. It, it it they both kind of were being developed side by side world and world and rise so they're not actually an influence of each other like the wire bug which is like a thing from world it's actually not completely related because they were developed at the same time you know kind of like kind of like uh, super metroid and metroid 2 mm-hmm. i think was like a similar thing right where they had where they had different teams doing different things and that's basically what this is so it's not really it's more in it's more coming off of generation than world because they were two completely okay. different development teams so, so yeah, but from what I heard there, from what, from he was saying is that they are using the new, that they're actually using the new, uh, internet, Nintendo internet, which I don't know if that's fully true or not, but regardless, it runs really well. Like I haven't really had any, I haven't had any dropouts at all, except for one time when my internet like died for like five minutes, but that was my internet. So I was streaming and the stream died too. So it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, but I still got everything. Like I didn't, I, I st- it was right at the end of the mission and I still got all the items and all that stuff. So it didn't. So I didn't lose all my shit. But I do want to mention that I did. I did get to play Ed, Eddie. Eddie and I. We did actually play online. We oh, cool. we played Saturday night online, and it was cool. Yeah, I was just playing. I was playing on on Twitch, and he was uh, he was basically talking to me through the chat. And uh, yeah, we I sent him an invite because you can, you know, it'll show you all your friends and it'll show you like it because I saw he was playing Monster Hunter while I was, so I sent him an invite to the lobby. And then he messaged me through the Twitch stream and said, "Hey, I'm in the lobby." So then, so then we joined up and we did some and we did some missions together. And he's like, he was like, "Hey, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get some extra items for this beach ten or beach ten, however you pronounce it." 
And I was like, well, we can do that one. You know, whatever. I've, I've done that one before. We'll do it. So I went back and did this one that he was trying to get some extra stuff for just to help him try to get a new weapon. So that's how we did it. And uh, it was pretty good. And I've actually, you know, I've been streaming it on Twitch. And there, I got one person to play with me for a while. So same thing. We talked. We would talk on the chat, like on, on the stream. And he jumped in. and Or they jumped in, whatever. And that's how we were doing it. So... So you had did you you know where the cat is right like the mailman cat whatever that the, yeah I got I got the uh, you found the internet cat right where you where you right, I got whatever the, the bonus was oh, okay good you got the bonus the, uh, yeah yeah to celebrate the sales of it or whatever yeah that's a, I mean yeah that that's a that's a news thing but at this point I don't think we're really gonna do any news but it's fine yeah um, Capcom they sold like over five million copies of this and uh, they they sent out their first like free add on thing. So what you get like fifty mega potions and you get like armor skin and, and the and the demon power and like all this stuff to upgrade you. So that's cool. That's they they threw you a bunch of free stuff. And I think you get some money too. It's kinda like that thing that Mortal Kombat did when people said that they were making people do any too many microtransactions transactions and they're like, Here, take all this shit and they just gave you a whole bunch of in game money. It's kinda it's kinda a similar thing, but more in a positive note. But but yeah, I was gonna say, so you know you know how to find that cat there. Yeah, and, yeah, he's right over yeah. there by the main hub area. Yeah, so you talk to the cat, and that's how you can get in lobbies. And if you just want to like just play with people with not actually knowing them, you can you can either start your own lobby and try to get people to come to it, or you can join somebody else's lobby and play quests with them. Even though most of the time you'll have to do whatever their quest is, but right. what you should do is whenever you feel confident enough, go to the hub mission to like the hub area and do a join request. I think is what it's called. It's it's the middle selection that you can do and you can you basically kind of are just putting it out there and people will just join you on that mission and almost every time i get a, i get like a team of japanese people just because of the japanese lettering and they just destroy the monster and it's just fun to watch but yeah but that that's a good way to just get if you just want to try the japanese lettering what do you mean I mean, I can tell that they're Japanese because their names are in Japanese. Oh, I thought you meant you did I mean. something to where Japanese people thought you were. Oh no, I, I'm 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 saying that my team is Japanese people, and yeah. I'm not and I'm not saying that that is like a I'm not saying it's like a stereotype thing. I'm saying that I can tell because no, no, no. I just their name is in a different like, language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to say. Yeah, like I didn't know if you yeah. had something set on because it lets you set the um, text and the voice to something different so i don't know oh yeah you can but but from what i heard is uh it it translates it so if somebody you know if if because you have like you have a pre-written stuff that you can say to people which i haven't really messed around with that because that's too complicated but you can uh, you can also write your own messages if you want to and push like l and move the stick right or whatever and it'll pick it and all of that auto translates because you're playing you know you're playing the entire world of people together here mm-hmm. so if a japanese person wants to tell you a thing it'll automatically come to you in English. So it's not, so you won't see, but, but their names will still be in Japanese. That's how I know that it's a Japanese team, but it's cool. Also and you, based on how late you play, usually probably let you know that. Yeah. And there's also, a, there's mutual likes that you have where like, if, if you like somebody that you're playing with and they like you back, mm-hmm. they'll be able to see, I think that your lobbies will be at the top of the lobby list when you're trying to find one. So I've actually, whenever I opened a lobby, cause I've gotten a lot of mutual likes I got a lot of people on there that I had already played with before because they remembered me and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to just jump in and just have people on your team. Yeah. And it, it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of like Xenoblade Chronicles X, 
You remember where you would hire mm-hmm. where you would hire people that are at a higher level to help you get through missions? That's kind of how this is, you know, on the on the on the internet. It's like just just throw it out there as the join request. But those are bots, and, right? No, I thought those were real people. Well, no, I guess I don't know how it worked. They weren't actually yeah, they were bots. Like they weren't actually they were playing like with frozen you. with their st- they were they had their stats, but they were Yeah. It, it was something like it was something like Bravely Default, the first one had that too, where you mm-hmm. could like upgrade your character and the stats that you have and somebody else can bring you in and help you like they added something like that to to a fire emblem as well but i couldn't figure out how to do it but but yeah it kind of reminds me of that where you like or like dark souls you know where you could mm-hmm. have somebody come in that's a higher level to help you get through that's basically how this is too because a lot, a lot of times it'll be more skilled people because i've never i've never like completely died with with any of the multiplayer ones it's only been the ones where i'm by myself but but yeah it's uh it's great i, I hope i hope you like it <laughs> you know it's been it's kind of. I, I don't have much. Yeah. Into it. Like I said, uh, the the sheer number of items is really overwhelming for me because it's like I've played a lot of resource managing games where I'm worried about my inventory, but here it seems like you just want to collect everything and just have it all. And I don't know if there's going to come a point where I have to like start purging things, but I don't know what a lot of what I have is for. I'm sure you just sell yeah. it. They're, yeah. Likewise, like, how do I get? certain resources it's like i have so much stuff but i don't have iron like can i get iron with all this other shit i don't need or do i need that like, you just i mean you just gotta mine through you just gotta mine all the rocks in the level so that's, how, that's how, how you mine. get it yeah it's it's easy you just walk up to a to a crystal looking thing and hit a and then it goes it was just like it was in the wild yeah it's well it in the older i mentioned this last week but in the older monster hunters you had to have like you had to have a certain amount of pickaxes to mine, but now you just have infinite pickaxes. So instead of like using like three pickaxes to get three stones, now you just hit one stone once and you automatically get three. Unless you do that thing with the genial or uh, mm-hmm. with the geology boost, then you can get upwards of like twelve per hit. You know, so that's kind of how you find like iron and stuff like that. And it gets to the point where you kind of know what the thing is so you can actually go hunt for that specific thing you know where it's like i want to make this magnamalo gun but i don't have like a magnamalo scale or blade or whatever so i'm going to go looking for that and there's also tricks you can do where you can you know if you get better at like wyvern riding and stuff you can basically get on one wyvern and like walk run all the way over to the other wyvern and then start attacking them and monster pieces will come off of them Mm. and you can get even more stuff and, and another cool thing to know is uh, when you're riding one, if you press Y is when you, like, kick them into the wall, you know? And, it, and if you kick one of the monsters into another monster, it'll automatically make that monster rideable. So you can just, like, jump from one to another, which has been a really cool thing that I've been doing. So, if so like, yeah, you attack one for a while, have the parts fall off it, and then you kick the monster over to the other one, and then you jump on the other one, and you start attacking the one that you were just on and have the monster parts fall off of that. And there's just there's like a bunch of stuff that you can do like that to just get a bunch more shit. So it's uh there's just so much to play around with it within it that it still still keeps me coming That's back. So and I'm already I'm already 42 hours in. So how do I sharpen my weapon? Oh, I don't know because I don't use a sword. Because I, I think a sword, sharpening your weapon's supposed to be a thing, and I was trying to figure out how to do that. Oh, I can't for the life. Of I thought thing. it was like I thought it was like A or something. Like it should be, or do you have to select it on the? on the menu i don't know but i noticed that my sharpness was going down and my hits were like a lot less well you have to i mean you know you, you gotta you have to sheath your weapon before you can do it i know that and sheathing is why for everything that's all the same 
So I've not, I've been trying to figure out the sheathing, and the only way I've ever been able to get it to work is if I just run around a little bit, and then it auto sheaths eventually. Oh yeah, I turned that off because it, it does auto it does auto sheath, but you can turn that off. Yeah, I turned it off because it was because because it was because I would since uh, the buttons to shoot and aim are the same as uh, doing the wire bug aiming, so uh, yeah. so I didn't want so I was like so I didn't want to have those the same. So I turn uh, so I turn it off. Yeah, maybe I need to mess around with the controls a little bit, but I'm just so I'm really overwhelmed. I wouldn't say I'm overwhelmed. I'm just there's just a lot to take in, and luckily it's a pretty game. The music's good, you know, like the animation's nice. Like I like I like being in the game and messing around and trying to explore things. So um, hopefully I can kind of bumble my my way through it to a certain extent, but. It's just like I don't even like I can't even begin to understand the multiplayer when I don't even know how to like jump right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know how to go to like a training area. Like I don't understand the difference between the money and whatever the other currency is. Oh yeah, the zenny and the points. I mean, you just use them for different things. That's There's just a is. lot that I'm like. I mean, I'm a noob yeah. for sure. So I mean, coming at yeah. coming at it at a base level, it's like. You can explain a lot to me, and it sounds cool and exciting, but it also kind of <laughs> still don't know what I'm talking some about. Some insurmountable goal yeah. where I'm like, you're telling me like, you know, let's go to the climbing gym because one time I climbed Mount Everest, and let me tell you about that. So let's go to like do this rock wall at the, the local gym. That's kind of how I feel about Monster Hunter right now. I'm like, <laughs> I just actually need to like buy the right shoes to climb the wall. We're not gonna like hire a Sherpa yet, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get this gotta climb the small wall before you get to the big one. But yeah, I mean it's a yeah, it's 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 just great. I, I really I really enjoy it and I'm still playing it and I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna put a hundred plus hours into it. I'm at least gonna play through all of the missions on the on the all the village missions and the and the online hub ones. And the end game from what I understand, the end game doesn't really exist yet in this game. Like when you beat all the missions the game just kind of stops. It basically tells you there's going to be more, but there's not more, but that is coming later. Like they are actually doing that in an update. Like they, they straight up said it. So there is, there is more, there is end game coming. So all the people who said that they were mad that there isn't really an end game, it's coming. <laughs> it's just coming later. It's kind of the same way they did Splatoon one, you know, where it wasn't completely finished. They'll just add it later, you know, where it was supposed right. to have a bunch more modes and they just added them, you know, like a month later, like here's a new one. And they kept like adding new weapons every week. That's kind of how, that's kind of how this is. So they're not adding new weapons, but there are going to be, you know, there'll be events with bigger, different monsters and crossovers and stuff. And supposedly that's like really, really good from what I heard. Like what, what the, you know, the people that I've listened to say that that's a really good stuff. So, but regardless, I mean, it'll be like Animal Crossing, you know, we'll have updates on here. We'll I'll try to help you with whatever, and hopefully we can play some. You know, play some online as well, just to kind of just to kind of move around. And you know, it, we won't have to do any crazy difficulty or something. We can do like two stars or one stars or wherever you're at. You know, and I'll try not to destroy the guy in one hit, but <laughs> I don't think it would be that extreme. But but yeah, just I mean, you just have to kind of. There's no, you know, the the learning curve is really steep, but you have to just just keep playing it and just look at look at guides and stuff <laughs> you know look at look at uh if you feel like you're stumped about something just look it up you know don't feel bad about doing that you know like 
I admittedly haven't done that yet. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I was doing where I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I don't feel like I'm strong enough in this way. So why don't I just look at how I could become stronger in this way? And then I learned that really fucking cool thing where I can jump over the monster and put the bomb in its head. And that's become my favorite thing to do now. And now I do it all the time. And if I wouldn't have looked that up, I would have never figured it out, you know? So, I mean, that's, and that was, that was fucking huge. That was a huge game changer. Like I got, I became way more powerful once I figured out how to do that. Like everybody got way, way easier because it's, I'm like, oh shit, now I can do all this stuff. So, and it became, became something that I did a lot. And I beat, I beat Magnamalo. He's the big, he's like the big main new character and you get credits after that, but there's still, but the game still goes, it keeps going. So I think it's, I'm thinking that it's probably like, kind of like Dragon Quest Eleven, where there's credits and then there's mm-hmm. another credits, you know, like uh, so many hours down the way. So that's what I think is happening. I haven't really, I haven't looked at any, I don't want to see any spoilers about like monsters and like missions and stuff like that. I just look up just like the basis is like, like, like what's the best weapon or like, what is, you know, what, what, how do you do this? Oh, and also I've, I've got ammo, am, I've got armor that raises your affinity and uh, the affinity level is basically, it's based the percentage of how much you can have critical hits. So my affinity is at 60, is at 60%, which is pretty high. So you get a lot of, get a lot of critical hits, but you can get, you can actually get armor eventually where you have a hundred percent affinity. So you get critical hits all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, there's stuff like that. So it's, I could talk about this for another like two hours, but we don't, we don't, we've, we've done enough here, but I'm glad that you got it. Hopefully you, hopefully it doesn't, I hope you like it. That's what I'm saying. I hope that you get into it and all that stuff. I'm going to try. And you can always ask me stuff on the show and. I've been doing a lot of stream stuff with it just because it's the hot item right now. So, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year because there is a lot of stuff that I'm really anticipating, but as of right now, this is definitely my game of the year, hands down. And it's going to be kind of hard for anything to move, to move it, Dang. you know, even though I, I mean, I'm like, well, you know, ease eight, ease nine. I haven't played yet. Like that could, that's mm-hmm. definitely going to be a contender. And, uh, you know, Shin Megami Tensei three. I'm really excited about that. So that's another contender. And, and not the new Pokemon Snap. Well, I was gonna say, well, <laughs> well, maybe, but and also not to mention, there's a whole another Monster Hunter game that's coming out that's a full RPG. Mm. So that could even be a contender as well. So I mean, I'm just saying, shit. This game, this the rest of this year looks real good. And not to not and like Mario Golf too. Like it's <laughs> look, looking real, looking really solid. You know, for future releases for me. So. I'm excited about that. Well, that's July, right? Yeah, Mar- yeah, Mario Golf is July. But uh, if that's if, if that's all you want to, I feel like I just talked about Monster Hunter. But it's a, I'm very excited about the game still. I have a blast playing it. So it's just one of those things I have to play it like every night. It's just it's just part of life now. Wow, it's, it's, okay. it's part of the yeah. Forty two hours. I was hoping I would hit fifty before we recorded, but I, I you know, I, I wanted to play Republic Commando, which I like that too, but. Not as much, of course, but yeah, we'll we'll play around with it. But I think that's good for for me. I don't think we need to talk about anything else on here. Same. But uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if, if you noticed, John John disappeared earlier, but he uh, sends his love and all that stuff, and uh, he'll be back next week, of course. But if you want to find more of our stuff, you know, NintendoMainPodcast.com, you can find us there. And if you wanna you wanna throw some money to the show and get access to bonus episodes and such and merchandise and all that stuff you go to go to patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast and look at the different levels as of right now like the five level and the 15 level have all sorts of stuff you can get on there not to mention uh 
you could get like early early bonus unedited videos and and uh you know you'll you'll get like early access to the show before everybody else does and there's we have like over 30 patreon only episodes to to go through so there's, so there's a lot of lot of stuff for you to listen to on there um also we're on youtube at youtube.com slash nintendo main podcast also twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast which i'll probably be playing monster Hunter at least for the next couple of weeks on there so if you want to come play go on there and, and talk to me through that and uh on twitter we're at nintendo underscore domain is me and jeremy's at jmaxstacks so you can find that and also i have another show called uh how is it now Justin and I talk about older movies and how they are now. And uh, we just did an episode about Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. That's like our fourth Batman episode we've done total in all of our podcasts. So we've talked about a shit ton of Batman stuff. But it was fun. It was, uh, you know, the 89 one. So I got a lot of memories with that. So you want to talk about us, talk about all our, you know, all the shit that we did back in the day for Batman. Check that out. That's that. Uh, we, we're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Murkowski. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you. Shima no